everyone. Uh, I hope you're all having a wonderful week. My name is Nilla and this is Midnight Blues and Other Musings, a figure skating podcast. Cece is on vacation, so we have a special guest today, Sarah, who uh, is Costa Warrior on Twitter. Uh, Sarah, how are you doing today? I am doing very well. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, we're so excited to talk to you uh, today. I drove for the first time. We were talking about this before the recording. Yeah. I feel good. I feel like a god, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah, it's exciting. It's when exciting. you finally get behind the wheel, it's like you feel like you just have so much more freedom. So. Yeah, yeah. My my driving instructor was like, "Oh, you're so old to be to be taking classes." I've not got you're not. Seat. I didn't get my license until I was um, 18, and I literally got it two weeks before I started college because my uh-huh. mom forced me to because yeah, I just did yeah. not want to drive. Yeah, like, yeah, not at all. Yeah. So you are fine. Yeah, I, I do need to. I do need to drive because I when I have my own apartment um, next year, I am so excited to have that added in defense. I never have to rely on friends ever again. And I'm so happy. Yes. I'm like yes. a baby. Uh, All good things. To, like Uber me everywhere. But yeah, um, so a lot of skating news this week. I'm personally very happy about that. Um, yeah. Was it just me? But, you know, I've been studying for the bar, so... <laughs> I feel like I have no sense of time other than we're this many days away from July 27th. So when I saw that the Grand Prix had dropped, I was like, what? I thought that wasn't happening until like July. And then I realized like, shit, it's it's like, it is July. Like it's the end of June. So it was like a pleasant surprise. I thought. Pleasant surprise. I am like trying to keep myself busy. I'm studying for the LSAT this summer uh, and I'm taking two classes. at the local college. So I've, I've been keeping myself busy because if I have free time, I go crazy. Um, so this was a very, very lovely surprise for me. Um, yeah. I, I hate when we don't have skating news. Uh, I, I, I need to like consume, I need to consume media and I need, I need new information like every second or else I yeah. do it. Um, but yeah, okay. So we'll start with some general news for the week and then yeah. we'll the specific uh, Grand Prix assignments and kind of our like thoughts. So yeah, um, rumors are that Aliona and TJ Nyman have split and uh, he and Delilah have now shut down their social media. And I personally think that this means that a safe sport, the safe sport investigation on both of them has, has amplified, uh, they're going to get suspended soon, or this is or it means nothing. Like it, it could be either of the two things. Yeah. You know, when I saw the news that TJ and Delilah had shut down their social media, that was, I agree. That was the first thing that came to mind was that either something happened with safe sport and they know that, you know, some kind of sanction or, you know, news release is going to come out. Or I kind of thought, oh, well, you know, maybe after the photos, leaked of or I shouldn't say leaked were put out of Aliona and TJ that you know maybe Aliona found a brain cell and wants to do what's best for her family and put her family first but you know we don't really know but Mm -hmm. I think that this can only be good news I hope that we are closer to TJ and Delilah you know being brought to justice obviously Mm -hmm. safe sport isn't elite you know it's not access to the legal courts but it is a way to try and keep alleged predators mm-hmm. out of the sport. So I hope that it's true that this partnership is over before it even started, but you know, damage has been done regardless. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
a part of me is just like, you know, maybe they're off ice relationship has ended that has kind of bled into their you know on ice relationship and they've per- possibly split um i was talking to hannah about this hannah thinks that it means nothing uh or not necessarily that it means nothing but that they're just kind of keeping it on the down low um so we'll yeah see. um i personally think that this is a sign that they've ended also because it is very weird for one partner to be in 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 Italy or France, wherever she is for Benoit's third week of his uh, peak ice camp. It's weird. Um, partners follow each other to these type of camps. Uh, it it kind of looks like she's on a guest coast. She's just there. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I saw that she was in Europe on Instagram when I checked, I saw her Insta stories like a week ago. But you know, at the time I didn't really think much of it. Cause I was like, oh, you know, maybe she just literally went back to Europe to see her husband and her baby. You know, I didn't know what her family, I don't know what her family situation is, but yeah, the, the longer she stayed there was like, shouldn't she be in TJB practicing for senior Bs for uh-huh. challengers? So yeah, I think only time is going to tell how yeah. this is going to play out. She's not listed on the guest coach. She's just like there. She's skating with like the 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 twelve year old skaters at Peak Ice Camp. Yeah. So I don't think it's a good sign. I mean, and it's a good sign yeah. for us, not her partnership, which is a yeah good thing. Hope it's over. Um, yeah, you uh, competed uh, at Broad yes. Open. Um, and she has her triple axel back. She had it in competition, and she also attempted a quad sal. Um, good for her. Uh, her She's able to travel now um, between all three tra- training yeah. locations. Who is she? Who is her coaching staff right now? Because I feel like I couldn't. I don't remember who she's with. She was with Tomzi. She was with Hamada. Is she? Was she working with Tammy? Like I'm just not really. I can't remember who her coaches are. She's definitely with Hamada um, in Japan, uh, and I am obviously assuming that she's with someone in Colorado right now, or else she wouldn't have competed at Broadmoor Open. Um, yeah. It's either Tom's or, or Tammy. She, I think she has like three different uh, coaching locations. Yeah. Is she, and I think, um, you know, I thought that she had previously announced that she was going to recycle her Lord of the Rings free skate from last season, but I, did she compete a Les Mis program this week? I actually haven't watched her pro, uh, the footage. I've only seen like the footage of the triple axel. So I think, she is did, that yeah. true? She okay. did. I was seeing people like posting Yuna's um, Lemez. I didn't watch him you, um, but I did see the triple axel. I also did see the quad cell. Um, it's the quad cell didn't look good. Um, it was, it was it downgraded? Um, I don't know. I'm going to assume so though, yeah. probably. Um, but good for her. Um, I'm glad. I hope she gains consistency next season um, because there's, those two spots are between, um, you know, they're between her, Yaelim, Hein. Yeah. You know, I, I also, I, you know, I love Ensu. I, I know I, she's had a rough couple seasons, but I really hope that this off season has been good for her, that she's been able to, you know, get back into peak shape and that hopefully we can see her, you know, fighting for one of those two spots on the Grand Prix. So, yeah, yeah. I, this season has been, rough for her um yeah uh yeah I hope she's doing okay um but yeah um Yuzu possible yes um due to a reddit thread but I will say it is I'm 80% sure it's fake um only because the other music on that list 
have also been uh, false. And what was the other music? I didn't even see it. I only yeah. saw people yeah, freaking young, out. Young U's music was on there, and it it, it was like it was. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Usually, I I do believe these types of like leaks and skating rumors, but this one I'm a little like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I feel like it was so funny because when I saw on Twitter that people were saying, it's like, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. I had never heard of this music before. Yeah. So when I saw it, like, the first thing that came to my mind was like the Karen Carpenter song. It's like, Merry Christmas, darling. I was like, Yuzu skating to a song about Christmas? Like what? Like what is going on? And people were like, no, like this is like an actual piece of music. It's been skated to by skaters at the Olympics. And then when I listened to it, I actually was like, oh, I think this is a really nice piece. Yeah. It seems like something that would very much be, and I said this on Twitter, like on yeah. in Yuzu's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be upset if it was true, but oh, you know, I, I just, really hope it's true. Yeah, you know, I just always think it's interesting when you know music leaks like this kind of happen and seeing how people react because yeah. maybe it's just my perspective as a fan, and I don't know if, if you agree or disagree, but you know, I don't feel like music is a skater's music is like a state secret. Mm-hmm. it's going to be found out at some point, you know, if it gets out, it gets out. But yeah. I, I just think it's interesting to see, you know, the different reactions yeah. from people being like, how dare use use music yeah. possibly get leaked. Yeah. And it's like, well, it happens. Yeah, it, it happens to most skaters. Um, it, it also like it is it was, a you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, people, these things are going to get leaked. Um, yeah, you've not had skating for a while. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I did I did tweet about uh, how we really need to stop infantilizing Asian skaters. Like, yes, this is something that's always on my mind. Yeah. And, it, it, I, don't, I don't even mean like people, you know, thinking that, you know, Yuzuru and his, 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 his poo bear, like tissue, bear, I think so too. I, I tweet about it, you know, an embarrassing amount um, to an embarrassing degree, but I'm talking like babying him in terms of like this music stuff. Like, you know, if it is true, it's not the end of the world. And yeah, he probably doesn't care. And I, I, we, we, yeah. need, we need to treat him like an adult. He is an adult. Um, it's there's like this pattern um, from skating fans. Like you got you got to be more conscious of the way you talk about Asian people. Um, I notice it all the time, and it's it, it makes me really uncomfortable. Um, yeah, but I, I'm glad I said it because I, w- I was talking to Cece about this the other day, and I was like, I don't want to say it publicly, but you know, it was kind of making me uncomfortable. So I'm glad I said it. Um, and I'm, I hope people kind of take, take, you know, are conscious of the things they say. Uh, no, I agree. And I think that that's, I think it's an observation that, you know, I've had that I think a lot of people have yeah. had, but, you know, people don't always want to say it because you don't want to get hate online, but I agree. And I think it's important to remember about Yuzu is that at the end of the day, this is a grown man who none of us know. We don't know him. Yeah. You know, I always find it so interesting when I think of him that I honestly in my, you know, I think a lot of times with a lot of North American skaters, even Russian skaters to a degree, you can kind of get a sense of what you think their personality is like from interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, I I really don't know. I don't know who Yuzu is. I don't really have a good sense of his personality. He's yeah. very private. Um, I'm sure maybe if I uh, maybe if I lived in Japan and I was able to, you know, access Japanese interviews and stuff more, I would maybe have a better idea of his personality. But, you know, to me, I think of him as being someone who is uh, an incredibly hard worker. I yeah. imagine he's in 
extremely ambitious. He's oh, yeah. very determined. Um, I, I feel like I wouldn't want to get on his bad side or like get in the way of his goals because I think he's someone who is so fiercely competitive. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know anything about him. And yeah, so yeah. I think it's interesting to see the kind of the culture of the narrative that's created around yeah, Yuzu. Yeah. He's like the man, the mystery to me. Like I always think of him as just being like a mystery. Like, yeah. does anyone really know Yuzu in yeah. skating? Does anyone really know what's going on in his head? Yeah. And I, I don't know, I kind of like that we don't. Oh, I like that he kind of keeps that distance. Yeah. I, 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 I totally admire him for his work. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge user fan. Um, I totally admire him. Like his work ethic, insane. Uh, truly, truly a hard worker. So ambitious. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, on his coaching situation, I am. What do you think of this, Mila? Because I have thoughts. I'm 120% sure he will never be stepping foot in Canada ever. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. I, yeah, you know, I I have no, I, I really have no clue what's gone on there. You know, there have been rumors since like the 2019 season that maybe, you know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't happy with his coaching situation all the way and that he thought, yeah. you know, Jis Lane was really taking over more of a main coaching role for him than Brian was. Obviously, I have no idea what's going on there behind the scenes, but I think after his interview with World at Worlds this past year, I think it was just so clear that you know yuzu has no plans to go back to training in canada he wants to stay in japan you know i can't blame him if he has unlimited ice access all to himself i mean this man is trying to land a quad axle like i can totally see why he wants all that ice time and to just kind of be left to his own devices um but is just did he is he going to Japan to, tr to work with him? Like, I thought I heard something about him. He didn't, going. no one explicitly has said that he's going to train with Yuzu, but I think that's more for privacy and security reasons, yeah. not because he's not actually gonna work with him. He's gonna work with hum Hamada, uh, which I think is a great idea. Um, if Rika is not able to go to Canada, I'm not sure if it's happening. I hope it's happening, but I don't think it is. Uh, it's 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 almost July. Um, yeah. I don't have any news on that front? Uh, I'm like he has to be working with uh, Yuzu. I I I knew for sure that he wasn't going back to. I mean, this is just like my internal yeah. um, my internal my my thoughts. Uh, I I kind of had an inkling that he was not going to go back. Um, People have been like, yeah, like the, the quarantine period is too much. And, you know, skaters don't want to, you know, take that time off from skating. But I, I think it's it's more than that. Um, he, he's content staying in Japan, having that private off uh, 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 private ice time. I think it's incredibly dangerous. I will say that, um, that he is exclusively doing like, you know, remote coaching, like he's being coached remotely. Yeah. I think it's but, dangerous. You know, it's interesting because I feel like everyone in skating has obviously had to adjust to the pandemic and to yeah. learning coaching and skating through, you know, remote, essentially remote learning. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that we saw during like the 2018, 2019 season, Nathan was pretty much self-coaching himself when he yeah. was at Yale. And, you know, in my opinion, I actually think he was better than he ever was when he was self-coaching. Um, I think whatever it was he was doing was working, but I, I do think that certain types of skaters can maybe thrive off of the self-coaching and might not need as much of the, mm -hmm. you know, one-on-one -on -one direct time with a coach. Mm -hmm. Obviously I don't know you, so I don't know his situation, but 
he strikes me as someone who is the leader of his team. You know, he's, he's steering the ship. He's going to do what he wants to do at the end of the day. And, you know, he's, he's gotten older, you know, he's not a super young skater anymore. And so it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of looking at everything that's happened this quad and where he is in the pandemic decided I'm taking ownership of my career. I want to train the way that I want to train certain things are working for me, certain things aren't working for me and kind of went from there. So I think we're just going to have to see how he looks on the fall circuit. But I I'm, I like to imagine, I'm sure that he's got to have some kind of jump coach there with him to kind of rein him in. Um, and if he doesn't, you know, I'm happy if Ghislaine is going to be in Japan that hopefully he can work with him. So yeah, I, his ankle worries me. Um, it, it, yeah, especially because he's doing the quad axle. I w- honestly, would totally understand you know the remote coaching stuff you know having a bunch of private ice time in japan had it not been for the quad axle that he attempts a lot and he has lingering ankle problems so i'm hoping he's okay um i will say i do think that in toronto he totally benefits from the off ice training time that he has and like the facilities Mm. that tcc has um so I'm, i'm i'm glad that he has just he's you know potentially going to have Ghislaine supervision. Uh, I think that someone's so ambitious, um, you know, especially like after Worlds happen, I, it's, it's unfortunate that it happened, but I, I think that he's, he's now more ambitious than he's ever been. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've gotten the vibe from him, you know, from the interviews that I have yeah. read that he's done and the way that he's spoken about his skating the last yeah. couple of years that I, I don't really think that his, mindset or his goal is focused on winning the Olympics for a third time. I think that, you know, maybe his new goal is he wants to land the quad axle. He wants to achieve this huge, you know, technical feat in competition. And I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if we're ever going to see that happen. I mean, I would love to see it happen. I hope it happens for him, but I'm not, you know, holding my breath for it, but I just hope that you know, if this is going to be his last competitive season, which I think a lot of people think it is, I want him to end it the way that he wants to and go it on a high note. So I I consider him the greatest of all time uh, in, in, you know, in men's skating. He's done, you know, he's a two-time Olympic champion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yuzu, in in my opinion, I feel that his legacy is set in skating. He has nothing left. He has nothing left to prove to anyone. I mean, he set how many records he's won the world championships twice he's won everything there is to win he's won the olympics multiple times i mean you know yeah he however he chooses to end his career i think he's going to leave behind a legacy that will not be overcome for a very long time if ever so yeah yeah Okay, so Misha Koyada uh, announced that he's skating to uh, Schindler's List for his uh, long program. What are your uh, thoughts on this? Um, don't like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't like it because here's my thing. It's not very often in skating, in my opinion, that a skater creates a program that becomes so iconic for them that just works that the audience clicks with so much that judges love the audience loves that you love and that works so well and I feel like he has that with his white crow program and you know even though we saw it a lot last season on you know the Russian cup series um it's only been performed internationally once and it's such a beautiful program that I still think has a lot of mileage left in it I don't think he ever I don't think he's had his 
big wow, you know, awe moment with the crowd with it yeah. that I think he could still have at the Olympics, maybe not at the Olympics, maybe at the world championships. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just kind of like, why? Especially because Jason Brown has done Schindler's List. He's bringing the program back. It's Jason's program is very special. I just, I don't see why you would want to invite room for comparison between the programs. And, you know, I know that uh, earlier in the summer, I think it was uh, Mishin had done like a poll, like, oh, do you want us to keep oh the white God, pro no. or do you want us to get a new program? And I just get the vibe that I don't think this Schindler's List program is gonna stay. I mean, I, I feel very confidently that either by the Grand Prix final or Russian nationals, he's gonna go back to the white crow program. I don't think that this is gonna stay yeah. for that long. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, especially for Misha, uh, Misha uh, Chandler's List is an inappropriate war horse. Uh, is yeah. not appropriate music for him to be skating to. And White Crow was just so good. And Misha's problem is, is he has the tendency to melt down. He has consistency issues. Yeah. When he's on, he is on. He is so damn good. Like, if he can eke out an Olympic bronze medal, I will be the happiest person in the world. Yes, yes. I, I want that for him. I want that for him too. I, I'm, you know, I'm... 99% certain uh, Russia is going to get that, you know, team event uh, Olympic gold medal. So he's going to have that gold gold medal, but I, I am hoping and praying he will get an individual Olympic medal because the quality of his, he's such a good skater. He's such a good skater. Um, and, and repeating White Crow would have kind of, in my opinion, helped him with that consistency because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's such a beautiful program and I I just feel in my gut he's gonna bring it back so that's why I'm like when I saw the announcement I was like I was like really but then I was like you know what he's gonna bring back the white yeah, like yeah. I just feel it in my gut so I don't I'm not even gonna get that annoyed about it yeah, because I right. think he's gonna bring it back so okay. um it's all gonna be good but yeah it's gonna be good um okay uh, why don't we get started on uh, on a uh, um, Grand Prix assignments and we can continue on with the uh, general yep. uh, after we do that. So uh, let's get started with ladies. Um, oh, God. Yeah, you know, when I saw Scam and Skate Canada, I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, what? Like, what? These events are are so set are so stacked like the skate canada ladies event could literally be the final flight of a world championships or an olympic games that's how mm -hmm. stacked this event is it's it's crazy to me um if okay if we're going to start with skate america um right off the bat when i saw it um i thought to myself okay, you know, Sasha Trusova has a good chance mm -hmm. of winning, you know, she's got a very strong technical arsenal, mm -hmm. you know, as now that she's back with a Terry, I think as long as she just, you know, lowers the quads, mm -hmm. does two, three quads, you know, of two types that she can land and gain consistency, I think that she's going to be, she would be a lock for the Olympic team, but it's going to yeah. be about consistency for her. But yeah. I think she is a, looking at the field and based off of what we know she could do at Worlds, obviously things change throughout the summer. We're not at Sambo 70. I was like, oh, Sasha could win this event. But, you know, Daria is going to be debuting on the Grand Prix there. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if she's going to have an ultra C element by the fall. Um, do you think she's going to have a triple axel? What no. do you think? 
No, I okay. I got I got a lot of shit on <laughs> on my comments about um, Daria's Daria's triple axle and harness. And okay, I was under the impression that she had been training a triple axle um, on harness for a while, meaning like for for more than a season. Because I distinctly remember hearing about Rosanov helping her with the with the triple axle and harness like a season ago, which is why um, I was like it doesn't look great. It really doesn't. Um, I think that, you know, if this was in, you know, her, her triple axle was in its like initial, initial stages, you know, maybe, maybe my comments would have been different, but I stand by what I said. Um, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think that she's going to have a triple axle by fall. What do you think? Yeah. I, I really, I don't know. I mean, I feel like with the Atari girls, a lot of time, sheer force of will mm -hmm. is how these girls survive it's how they make it as far as they do so I don't want to count her out just because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know she could for all we know she could be landing a triple axel right now and she could show up with it at test gates yeah. um but when you think in terms of wow they have at least six girls fighting for three spots on this mm -hmm. olympic team it's just it's just insane like it's it's crazy um but I like Daria. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm excited to see her. I hope she has a good debut. Um, do you have the list of who's? I, do. I have it on my phone. Okay. Um, who's who's competing at Skate America? Uh, Sova, uh, Daria, Amber Glenn, Brady, Senia, Senitsina, Youngyu, Yelim Kim, uh, Kurokova, uh, Yohana Yakoi, um, Kauri, and Satoko. What do you think? I I'm I'm very certain Sasha's gonna win. Uh, I think that Daria is going to beat Kari. Um, yeah, you know, okay, so I, when I saw the assignments, I mm -hmm. love Kauri. Mm -hmm. I was like mad because I was like, so this is the one thing that I, I don't know for sure about how the assignments work. I know that assignments are usually, you know, it's based off of who's seated in the top six at Worlds. Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, podium medalists, yeah. obviously can submit the choices that they want obviously the host feds have discretion and then yeah. your um personal federation has discretion yeah. but when i saw this i was like why didn't you send cowrie to cup of china oh yeah why didn't we send her to international de flop like why are we not sending her to these other events that are less stacked because in my opinion i think she is the strongest japanese ladies skater right now her jumps have so much power i think she's improved a lot artistically and you know it's no secret i think that she was robbed of a world's title mm -hmm. um if we had had fair judging i think she would be a world champion right now but um i was just like when i saw this i was like oh, you're gonna have her is rika here too no is satoko here yeah and it, it, you know okay i'm gonna say something I love, I love her. I love her so much, but it is so damn, it, it's so unfair that like Satoko continuously has such strong federation backing, you know, this, this whole quad, especially after worlds happen. And, you know, I love her skating. I think she's such a gorgeous, you know, she, her skating is beautiful. Her skating is beautiful, but they sent her to cup of China and they also sent her to skate America against Kari and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still certain that Kari's going to beat her, but I don't know. It's a little unfair that she, she was sent to Cup of China over um, Kari or even Rika. Uh, it's, you know, my thoughts on Kari are, I, I love, or I'm sorry, Satoko. Yeah. 
I love Satoko and I don't think there's any doubt that she really carried Japanese lady skating on her back last quad. I mean, she finished fourth at the Olympics. She's a beautiful skater. Um, I don't, you know, unfortunately, as we saw at Worlds, um, her jump content isn't where, you know, she needs it to be, to be more competitive. But I do think that she has benefited from showing up and doing well at certain events where some of her competitors, maybe like Wakaba haven't. And um, I think because she kind of shows up when she needs to, JSF loves her and they're going to continue to support her. And, you know, she did, did she medal at nationals this year? Yeah, she medaled at nationals. She made, she made the world's team. Um, I am not surprised that Mm -hmm. she got two Grand Prix assignments. She's a beautiful skater. Um, you know, I, I, I can understand why people might be frustrated that other skaters, you know, maybe didn't get, mm-hmm. aren't getting assignments, um, you know, but I, I love her and yeah, yeah. I, I see why, I, I see why yeah. the Japanese Skating Federation keeps giving her assignments because, mm-hmm. you know, she's done a lot for them. And mm-hmm. I think that she is still fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, I think she is fighting to have her jump content get better. Yeah. And I, I, I love Satoko. Like I love watching her skate. I thought that her pro her free I'm sorry her long program at nationals was beautiful I love her and I'm excited to keep seeing her skate um so I hope she I hope she does better I hope she does better too she's reworked her you know she's reworked her tech um she's gonna have you know she's obviously gonna have issues she is older um but I'm 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 very happy that she's you know kind of escaped uh and you know, it trains with Lee and I, I think that coaching, yeah. I think it works really well for her. Um, she yeah. seems to be comfortable and I'm, that's all that matters really. Um, I so- hope she gets back into Canada. I know that she was training with Yuka oh. Sato and the, yeah, she, She's not um, in Canada yet? no. So last I heard a few months ago when she had to go to Japan for like NHK, she couldn't get back into Canada at the time because of the quarantine travel restrictions. So she was like training in the U S I believe with Yuka Sato who was like helping train her for world. So I hope at this point that Satoko has been able to get back into Japan (laughs) or I'm sorry, into Canada to work with Lee. So I hope so too. Oh my God. Now I want to know your thoughts on this. Were you surprised that USFS gave the scam spot to Amber and not Alyssa because I was a little surprised that Alyssa didn't get the Skate America spot. Yeah, but I think you made a good point um, in the notes that they, you know, they, I don't, I don't think that with Amber's consistency, she's going to have the same benefit with international judges that Alyssa is going to have. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think this is actually a safe option. for Amber, simply because you are in the U.S., she's going to benefit from scoring. Um, yeah. I think that she got lucky with this. Um, she needs to up her consistency. I think that she could potentially get that Olympic spot, but right now I'm pretty certain it's going to be Brady, Karen, and Alyssa. I think that with Amber, mm-hmm. you know, she, it, it, in a way, I feel like, USFS hasn't always given her the opportunity to mm-hmm. gain the consistency. Um, you know, she got the silver medal at the world at nationals this year. They didn't name her to the world's team. Um, and you know, I understand why they selected Karen because Karen has a lot more international experience. Mm-hmm. Judges really love her. And look what happened at the end of the day, Karen showed up and did what oh, she yeah. needed to do. Yeah. She placed ahead of Brady, like 
totally understand that obviously this decision was justified. Um, but I do feel bad for Amber because I feel like, well, you can't always make the argument, well, she hasn't shown a lot of consistency when it's like, well, how many opportunities okay. has she had to yeah. compete? Is, yeah. you know, is USFS putting her out there to give her the shot to get yeah. this consistency? So I'm happy for her that, you know, she got Scan America. I hope that um, if there's a crowd there that the hometown energy, uh, you know, is going to kind of push her through and that she can have a good showing at Skate America, because I think that's going to be really important for her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't know yet who USFS is going to send to Nebelhorn to qualify that third spot. If it's her, that's going to be huge for her. Um, and I think if she, if she gets her. Yeah, if she gets sent and she does well and she qualifies the spot, I think that's going to help her a lot going yeah. into nationals, but we're going to have to see. So it's going to be a I big event for her. I think it would be disastrous if they send Mariah. I think it is not safe to send Alyssa um, because, you know, she's she's clearly still, she's clearly still in like the beginning stages of kind of, you know, regaining her ultra C elements. I think it's, it, Amber's the safest. And also with Brady, her getting hit with so many under rotation calls doesn't look like she's favored um, as much as she was in the past. Uh, Amber's a safe call. She deserves to go uh, after that silver medal. Um, and she's, she's like TikTok viral, like 24 seven. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. She's always going viral on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah, I, do you know when they're gonna announce who's going to Nebelhorn? Mm, they should announce in August, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. probably. I, I hope Amber gets the opportunity to go. I feel like it's going to be between her and Mariah because I feel like USFS really wants to back Mariah and maybe they'll try to give her another opportunity to kind of make up for how bad she did at nationals, but mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, skate, you know, skate America is going to be something, but the Skate Canada lineup you know, I saw, I was watching um, TSL because Megan Duhamel was mm -hmm. there and she was discussing the Grand Prix assignments. And I thought she, she was so funny. She said something like, every time I look at, you know, the Skate Canada lineup, I always think to myself, like, why don't they want to protect like Canadian skaters more? Like they yeah. never really save host spots. Like they always invite all the stars. And when I saw the Skate Canada ladies lineup, I was just like, I feel so bad for the Canadian girls like Maddie, Emily, and um, Allison. Allison. I'm just like, I am so sorry. They're probably going to They're going to be there. They're going to be like last place oh, with yeah. all of these insanely talented, like Russian, American, Japanese ladies there. I, you know, yeah, it's Canada's interesting. Ed Barton got so mad at David Wilson's. Did you see like David Wilson had that like interview or whatever? Yes, and I supported and, like, it hundred and ten percent. Oh, see, and Ted got so offended with the implication that Canada's Canada's not developing their skaters. You know, obviously, look at the last quad. You had like the Olympic you gold. Know. I have noticed this trend with canadian skating fans and canadian coaches and figures they, they somehow get very like mad at the implication they're not doing good enough jobs about their skaters and it's like i i don't mean to be rude but you have like one skater who can do triple triples like you have one skater and it, and that one skater unfortunately you know has had mental health issues in the past and it's so unfortunate but you're not doing anything to develop these younger skaters. And I hope Kaya can, is like going to do well. I mean, look, I'm going to be really blunt here yeah. because I'm just going to be blunt about it. Yeah, yeah. I think that Ted and 
a lot of the Canadian coaches and skating fans that want to say that Canada didn't drop the ball on developing their next generation of talent. I just think you sound so incredibly naive. Like what oh, sport, yeah. what yeah. sport have, what sport have you been watching for the yeah, last yeah. few years? Because here's the thing, this is, this isn't a problem that just happened this quad. This mm-hmm. is a problem that I honestly feel predates to around the, so- the time of when the Sochi Olympics mm-hmm. happened because, you know, Skate Canada was so lucky Mm-hmm. beyond lucky that Tessa and Scott decided to come back to competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a huge game changer for them and getting them that team event gold medal at the Pyeongchang Olympics. But Tessa and Scott and Megan and Eric, well, now we know Eric is coming back, but you know, at the time and Patrick, these are all skaters that went to two or three Olympic games. They, you know, they were all either in their late twenties or their thirties in Pyeongchang. Why would you not think after the Sochi games, knowing that maybe these skaters mm-hmm. had one quad left, that it's time to really focus on developing that next generation of talent? Because in Canada, in my opinion, they have the most depth in the juniors and ice dance. And that's not because of anything Canada did. That mm-hmm. is because of Tessa and Scott's impact mm-hmm. on young Canadian skaters who want to do ice dance because they watched them win the Olympics in Vancouver, or they, you know, they grew up seeing them all over, mm-hmm. you know, during Canadian skating events. This isn't because of something that Skate Canada did. Oh, and yeah. so I find it laughable when people want to get on their high horse and be like, Skate Canada did everything that they needed to do this season. You know, they tried to host events. It's like, n- no, they they kind of really didn't. I mean, they didn't do any kind of like virtual competition in the fall, like the U.S. did with ISP. Um, they did the challenge event in January, February, but they threw it together so last minute that a lot of skaters didn't realize that this was basically going to end up being their de facto nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had there were various interviews with different Canadian skaters that if you read between the lines, it was pretty clear that they didn't even think worlds was happening, which mm-hmm. is why they were shocked when, you know, they found out that they had to prep for the world championships. Some of these teams like Piper and Paul had already started choreographing their Olympic programs. Like, I, I just don't understand people that want to say that Mike Slipchuk and Skate Canada haven't failed at developing this next generation of talent. I mean, how do you go from having the gold medal winning team event team with your golden era of skaters. And now, in my opinion, they'll be lucky if they can even get a bronze in the team event. I don't think it's gonna happen for them. I think Japan has a much stronger shot than they do at this point in time. Um, And, you know, having really only Piper and Paul as your only medal contenders, I mean, like, look, like, this is where they're at. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they're really lucky that Keegan did fantastic at Worlds and got them a second men's spot because going into Worlds, I didn't think that was a guarantee at all. I was like, they're going to have one man, they're going to have one lady, they're going to have the two pairs teams and the three ice dance teams and that's it. Um, so, uh, you know, yeah, I sorry for my skate Canada oh, rant. No, like, this I, just annoys I, me to no end. No, I'm just I like, I agree with you. Yeah. David, what did, what did David Wilson say that was wrong? Oh. He said that they didn't focus enough on trying to get their students to, be part, like, to get to compete rude I don't know if you saw his like Twitter reply who's but Ted, Ted? what did like, he say David David doesn't have like the information behind the scenes like he doesn't you know he, he's 
some of the stuff he said is untrue and it's like he didn't say anything that was that was factually incorrect. Ravi, Ravi, yeah. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his last name. Ravi literally had his students training um, outside for months on frozen lakes because they didn't have rink access. Uh, you know, Ariana and I were talking about this so much throughout the season. We were like, why didn't these coaches, and maybe they tried behind the scenes, I don't know. Why did like the cricket club, I am, Ravi, um, you know, the coaches who are in, you know, on the West Coast kind of get together and stage some kind of coup against Gay Canada officials and be like, you need to do something because these skaters need some kind of opportunity to compete because the Skate Canada Challenge was put together too late. I mean, I remember like, I don't even think Keegan was able to do it because they couldn't get someone in Alaska to go and properly record him. Like that's how it seemed like kind of thrown together this event was like the, I just, they you know it is what it is like it is what it is the ladies I I, I think that the ladies field makes me the saddest um, oh it's it's depressing because when I think about the men's field I actually feel like there's there's a ton of depth um it's it just like other than Keegan you know the rest of the men are having trouble putting it together and it, it sucks but there's depth there unfortunately there is zero depth when it comes to ladies you know there's you know, I think Maddie Skizzies showed a lot of promise in the short program at Worlds. She finished top 10. I thought she had a lovely job. Or I'm sorry, she did a lovely job. You know, sadly, she didn't have the free skate she wanted. And the whole time I was watching her, I just thought, I feel so bad for this girl with how much pressure I know she must be feeling oh. to qualify that second spot. And I, I really, I put the blame on Skate Canada because, you know, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that like, how old is she? Like 15 or 16? She had like oh, yeah. never been, she had, she's never really been to an, I mean, how did they not even given her like junior grand prix? Like to have all this pressure at a world, a pre-Olympic world championships. Like I felt so bad for her. And I think that she did so good considering the season, the lack of senior experience. Like she should be so proud of herself. And I, I hope that she has a great season and that, you know, she, she can get that Olympic spot. So. Oh yeah. 100%. I, I hope that they send her. Um, it's, it's just like, so, it's so like depressing to think about like 2017 worlds, uh, in the state of Canadian. I know. I, I think about that all the time. And then just like, I see like these excuses being made on like skate Canada's behalf. And it's like, you know, I'll give like Ted as an example. Look, he's devoting so much attention and time to Russian figure skating has like I you like you you saw him like he I mean look Ted has an in with the Russian Federation he he's has literally with the like, Terry yeah, yeah he is I, he wants to keep doing what he's doing mm -hmm. and have the access that he has mm -hmm. and you know he's gonna promote the agenda that he needs to promote but I think that a lot of people see through it and um that's all I'm gonna say because yeah. I'm trying to be nice right now so. I'm trying to be nice too I'm not gonna like you know I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be excessively rude but it gives off the the vibes that he is on rush the Russian Federation's payroll you know that after that yeah. Terry interview that he did years ago it was like you know it's pretty clear that he wanted in there um and I I totally respect what he's done for I, I I have so much respect for what he's done for um 
junior uh, skaters with the junior, junior skaters it's, it's beautiful but he's he's quite literally the skate canada director of british columbia and there's something very like upsetting to me you know you know some of the comments that he makes about you know a terry and it, it makes me uncomfortable and it also makes me uncomfortable you know if you know his response to david wilson critiquing the state of Canadian skating to kind of, you know, insinuate that David is is lying or doesn't have all the information. It's 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 very mean. But moving on to the yeah. Skate Canada field, I am hoping and praying, Eliona. I'm hoping oh God. and praying. <sighs> you know, she, she posted part it. of me like really wants to try and go to Skate Canada just to see her perform because I don't think I'll ever have another opportunity to, but you know, I hope that she has an amazing skate. I mean, I'm not surprised that she has to compete against Camila because I think that she's being punished by the Russian Federation a little bit. And, you know, when she debuted in 2019, she had both of her Grand Prix events with reigning world champion and Olympic champion Alina Zagitova. So I'm not surprised that she's going to compete against Camila, but I hope that she shows up, skates clean. I think she can medal. She's gonna, um, I think she's, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain she's going to get silver. It's going to, the podium in my opinion is going to be Camila, um, Eliona and Lisa. Um, oh, is, is Tuktimishva going? Yeah. Okay. Rika's yeah, we'll also see. Going, um, I'm pretty certain Rika's going to be fourth. Uh, Walkabout's going to be fifth. Um, yeah, I see. I, I feel like I can't even make predictions because I just don't know how everyone looks right now. I don't know how everyone's conditioned, what everyone is landing. I think once we have Russian test skates and some senior Bs, maybe we'll have a better idea of how people look. But whoever gets to go to the Skate Canada ladies event, like, I mean, mm-hmm. lucky you. That is going to be such an amazing yeah. event. Um, I just hope that Skate Canada doesn't get canceled. Um, I think that they just changed their they're eliminating the mandatory two-week quarantine if you're vaccinated so hopefully you know there's no issues and the event can happen but I feel like it would be the most skate Canada thing in the world for them to have the best lineup and like ladies and ice dance and have a great pairs event and then the event get canceled because because of their quarantine so I don't know I I will say like I you know it'd be cool if it unfortunate for North American fans but it would also not be terrible if it was like moved to Finland. I saw some people talking about that. Um, yeah. Which is like, you know, I think that's a good idea. Um, and it would be very, it would be very like Skate Canada to kind of lose out on their opportunity of hosting this event. I will say though, I need Aliona to go to Canada because Vancouver, BC was where she won her oh, yeah. title. And yes, it's the all way, coming together. The way my brain works is that she's going to win Skate Canada because she won Junior Grand Prix in Vancouver, which means she's going to win Grand Prix final and she's going to win nationals and she's going to win the Olympics. That's how my brain works. So you know what? From your lips to the skating gods' ears, knock on wood, I hope knock that all this is going to happen. Yeah, knock on wood, but um, yeah. it's going to be exciting. But uh, what's the next event we've got? Top of China. Who's going to that? I can't remember. Um, Luina. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Uh, I pronounce her name Luina. Is that how you pronounce it? Luina. Yeah. Luina. Yeah, that's how I pronounce it too. Um, Maya's going to be there. Maya Chromic, um, Sofia Zakharova, okay. um, Anna Sherbakova, um, Brady, Yunsu, uh, Satoko. Um, Anya's going to win it. Um, I'm pretty certain about that. Um, Anya and Sasha, just like, in my opinion, it's pretty clear that they're, you know, they have, no, okay, less so Anya, but Sasha has a pretty 
easy ticket to Grand Prix final. Um, I think that Anya does too, but I don't think that she's going to win IDF. I think that I think that Aliona's going to win IDF. You know, it's with Anna for me. I feel like her skating has deteriorated so much since she had COVID and she's had so many health issues and she looked really rough at the world championships. I mean, I don't think that those were the performances that she imagined that she was going to win worlds with. Obviously I'm sure she's thrilled. She won worlds. I mean, she's a world champion. Um, I, I, I can't say if I think she's going to win her events just because I think it's going to depend yeah, how yeah. her physical condition is. Yeah. I know there's been is this confirmed i mean there's been rumors that she, she confirmed it on her instagram that she oh, okay she has an injury um, okay yeah it's so i don't know i feel like anna though i will never fully count her out because she has this phoenix like quality to her yeah. where she just i truly believe through sheer force of will and determination she wills her way to showing up when she needs to and it's usually a Russian national so we will see what happens with her but um I don't think anything is guaranteed I think it's all going to depend on how people look in the fall yeah I agree with that um it's totally it's it's really totally dependent on how she skates that specific day um because she's had so many injuries and health issues in the past but somehow she always puts it together um yeah yeah um and it's just trophy or sorry what Oh no, I was gonna say, I feel like um is Brady a cup of China? Brady is a cup of China. I feel, you know what I thought when I saw the assignments, I was like, I feel like Brady could make it to the <laughs> I feel like depending how the fields are at Skate America, like if people show up, if people kind of don't have great performances, I'm like, I could see Brady like maybe getting like a bronze and a silver or something if she lands or jumps and doesn't get under rotation calls. Like, I don't know. I feel like she kind of got a little lucky with her assignments. Like she's not at Skate Canada, which is just fucking stacked um, yeah she doesn't have to go to Russia where she would probably get buried by the yeah. judges so yeah we'll see though um who's Maya the NHK but my oh yeah but I I will I don't I don't I don't think that Russian cup final is indicative of uh of Maya's like you know, um, you know. part of me thinks that Maya achieved in this amazing feat not only did she land the quad once she landed two quads oh yeah I'm just like that was an amazing moment like I was just when I was watching the Russian Cup final I was like oh my god Maya's gonna win let Maya should win like give yeah, Maya yeah. this win like she deserves this win and of course they gave it to Camila because you know they yeah. gave it to her but um I, part of me kind of is like well this might never happen for her again. Like this just might not ever happen again. Don't but, say that because you're going, you're going to, you're, she's going but, to somehow you know, her way Yeah, but you know it. what? The Russian tarot lady seems very confident that Maya is going to become a top of Terry girl. And you know what? Who am I to disagree? So we will see what happens. I will say, I don't know if you noticed Terry's reaction after Maya's skate, but Terry. I don't remember. love that girl. That's what the Russian tarot lady says. But I don't know. She says she loves her. I don't. I don't know exactly what she said, but something. I don't know. Like I. I. I think she. She and everyone else had kind of thought that everyone doubts Maya, and it's true. Everyone did doubt Maya, and, and Maya put it yeah. together. So good for her. But I will not say anything more because I'm not going to manifest any any anything. I we'll don't see want. what happens. Yeah. Um. I definitely though. 
believe that Maya is going to get the host spot at Rostelecon, so she gets two Grand Prix too. I think that that's definitely. It's just like a, it's the mind games thing. It's a pressure thing. They want to see if she's going to perform uh, at you know cup of yeah. time. I think she's going to do fine. Um, yeah. NHK Trophy. Um, Rika's going to be there. Kari's going to be there, which is so dumb. Why are they both going to be there? This is so stupid. It makes I, me mad. You know, no one ever said that JSF was smart. Well, they they sent Aliona and. Well, Aliona was at, at uh, NHK Trophy, as was uh, Rika, and, you know, it's just so stupid because they were obviously going to make Grand Prix Final together, and at that point, um, you know, Rika had won Grand Prix Final the, the season before that, and it was, I mean, it was pretty clear to me that Aliona was going to win, uh, and it was just so stupid, so bad for Rika's You know, I, I always kind of just think that maybe NHK operates like Skate Canada, where they invite all the biggest stars they want to have the best lineup and I mean in my opinion usually Skate Canada and NHK are the best Grand Prix of the season mm -hmm. they usually both have really strong lineups and so many skaters always say that NHK is their favorite event it's well organized they love the Japanese skating fans because they're so knowledgeable so I'm not surprised that you know, maybe they, they wanted to have two of their biggest stars there, but from like a strategic standpoint of let's space them out. So you have a better shot of getting to the grand prix final. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay. I, yeah. It, it's going to be an exciting event. Um, you know, Kari Rika, um, you know, Trusova, um, Daria is going to be there. Uh, Alyssa is going to be there. Amber is going to be there. Kind it's a stacked event. I, I actually think I think NHK is more stacked than Skate America. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think so too. It's it. I I really do want to see how Daria um, is scored uh, compared to. Yeah, I hope that um, they send her to a senior B because I would love to see ahead of the Grand Prix, like you said, how she gets yeah. scored because we've only seen her last season um I, I didn't watch the junior grand prix much yeah. during um the 2019 2020 season so i know that she was competing i didn't really watch her but you know this past season the COVID season we really we only saw her at domestic events and mm -hmm. so uh, how is russian inflated domestic scoring going to equate internationally we're just gonna have to wait and see. yeah i totally agree with that um it'll be exciting it's, it's stacked um i'm really excited to see olga um Yes, she was like her, a lot. her and Luina were just like the queens so nice, yeah. of the free skate yeah. at Worlds. Yeah. She was such a breath of fresh air. I am excited to see her. I hope she has great yeah. skates. Me too. Um, let's talk about IDF. I will be at IDF. So I'm, I'm oh, so yeah. Happy. I'm so happy. About are you going to go for the whole are you getting like a whole event package? Or are you going to go for just like certain events? Okay, um, I want to go like early Friday morning and if I'm going to go, because I'm, I'm going to be in London. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be studying there. So I, I do want to go like really early, early morning Friday. Um, and I'm either going to take like the train to Paris uh, from London or I'm just going to go straight to, um, you know, Lyon or Grenoble. Um, we'll see. Um, I think that I don't want to go for every, I don't want to go, I don't want to see men's. I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my yeah. unless it's like four continents men's I'm like I don't really care so yeah. like I I just don't care um I honestly like even like ice stands I I would like really like to talk to Christina and Anthony again like do another interview which would be really awesome I would you should go just for them I feel like they're gonna have a good season well when we get to dance we can talk about them but yeah I think that would be cool well um, um 
we we are a little little secret we are trying to get media accreditation so yes gotta get that yeah i i do hope we get it so i can do you know interviews um when i'm going to be in europe uh and cc yeah. can do uh, interviews in north america but we'll see um idf is gonna be exciting i think that aliona is going to win it um i i am honestly pretty sure um but it is all conditional upon how anya performs that day specifically um Lots of factors come yeah. into play. We'll have to see, but yeah. Is Mariah Bell going to be there? Yeah. Karen yeah. is also going to be there. Um, oh, Karen, I feel like, I feel like, I feel bad that like she got lost in the shuffle a bit when I was like looking through these assignments. Like there was, my mind has not, I don't know about you, but my mind has not like fully wrapped itself around the fact that triple A and oh Camila, Daria and Maya are all senior at the same time now. Like it, it's just crazy that a Terry has so many like multiple skaters at every event that I kind of like forgot about some of the American ladies. I, I, I'm gonna be honest I don't I don't really think about American lady skaters too much yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I really don't and yeah. um you know I actually like I'm, I'm a huge Karen fan I love her skating beautiful beautiful yeah. skater uh, I love her spins um but I will say I was definitely more focused on uh, Russian and Japanese. <laughs> yeah, um, no, for sure. Oh, Wakaba's sure. gonna be there. I'm so excited for her. Um, I, I love hope her. that she. I really, you know, I think that if I, you know, if I was Wakaba seeing kind of how worlds played out, like I think I hope she had the summer of her life training, um, because I think if she can just get her consistency back. I don't see why she wouldn't make the Olympic team. She's so strong. I, did um, her I just kind of hope, I hope that she recut the music for that Lion King program because that music cut was a choice. Did Shaylin Bourne choreograph that program? Because it was like, I was like listening to the music and I was like, this feels like a Shaylin Bourne music edit. So like, I hope that she re-edited the music because I like the Lion King. I just thought that some parts of it was like, it was just, it, it was a little jarring yeah i think that's you know it's, it's very much an olympic program i think it's a it's a cute it's a powerful program um but nothing 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 will beat her james bond program you know part of me just hopes she kind of brings it back to be honest yes, I, do. I she did compete like a week ago um it was oh how was that i didn't even i didn't even watch that it wasn't great it wasn't great oh. um she's popping jumps again um it is like summer and like I'm trying to kind of like tell you know I'm trying to tell myself like oh yeah like it's only summer like it's you know it's the end of June but that's kind of an issue for her because it she does she does have a good international season usually um she does have you know she she made grand prix final at olympic season but Japanese nationals is honestly what I care the most for her yeah, I mean, if she doesn't show up at nationals, I they're gonna go by. They're they're gonna send whoever makes the podium at nationals. So she has to show up for nationals. I don't think like I honestly, I'm not even worried about her for the Grand Prix season because I think she's gonna do well. I think she's gonna be fifth and third um, at her Grand Prix events, which is which is fine. Um, but it doesn't matter. I think that it's it's just Japanese nationals. So that's yeah, that's gonna be the deciding yeah. factor. But. Um, yeah, so then we, we're going to end up with Rostelecom. I still think it's weird that they changed the order. I feel like NHK, wasn't NHK like always the last event and now it's Rostelecom? I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, 
you know, which surprised me. And I wonder if this was done. Well, is that, you know, obviously Anna was seated first. So she had first pick of Grand Prix events. And I was shocked that she didn't pick Rustelecom. Mm-hmm. But part of me, part of me wonders if she didn't want to do it because she knew that the Russian Federation probably wanted Camila to be there to try to like boost her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anna was just like, mm, no, I don't want to do that. Cause it's like, I can't blame her if that's what that was. If that was more of like a roost fed decision. I don't know. But yeah, no. I wouldn't, I mean, Maya's going to get that host spot. So it's going to be Maya. And Kimura. Um, I, and maybe is Tuk is Tuk oh, Tamishiva competing there? Yeah. I just so saw that. Maybe she'll get a bronze. I don't know. Mm, yeah, I'm looking through the list right now. I think it'll be Camila, Lisa, and Maya third uh excuse me i just choked on some water (laughs) (laughs) you know when water just goes down the wrong way my bad guys (laughs) um i'm excited okay i'm excited for loina because uh it it is always like every two years you have a european skater that gets carolina (coughs) overscoring not suggesting that carolina is overscored but with with european championships the inflation is insane and it usually will bleed into their, you know, their scoring for other events. <clears throat> so I'm wondering, is Lowina going to get some sort of backing? And I don't know, but hmm. she was fucking fantastic at Worlds. She was so fun to watch. And so good. Oh my I, God. I, I really like, like, the reason I, like, her and Olga were so refreshing to watch is I was laying in bed dying of COVID during Worlds. Oh, yeah. Time. I was so sick. Oh my God. Um, is that I like seeing some small fed skaters break through and have success, especially in ladies singles right now that is so dominated by Sambo 70 girls and, you know, the Japanese ladies and even the American ladies to a degree to get to see small fed skaters end up in the top 10 and they placed pretty high. I think they placed ahead of Brady Mm-hmm. you know I'm just like it makes me so happy and I hope that both of them have a lot of success this season I know. um and I yeah and I hope that they place well at their Grand Prix events yeah me too um <clears throat> Tarzan by my it, it, do we think that's really happening because I don't think that's really happening I Probably think that happening, but she did know. skate um in you know a Terry's shows and she didn't look bad she didn't look bad I will say this I want her to just not skate uh, because yeah, I I I I think having a functioning back for the rest of her hopefully very long life because she's so Mm -hmm. young is more important than trying to come back at this point. Um, You know, is she accredited with landing like one of the first quads in ladies skating? I think she is for twenty nineteen. Right at twenty nineteen. Yeah, she will always have that achievement. She will always have her world silver medal. Yeah, you know. And I, I think if I were her, I mean, of course I would feel, I would feel disappointed as hell um, just thinking about yeah. how the 2020 season could have gone because um, of, you know, that world's medal. And it was such a big deal for Kazakhstan, um, especially, you know, after um, Dennis, Dennis yeah. Tens, illustrious, you know, he's such a, such a successful skater, such an illustrious career. And I, you know, it's a super big deal for Kazakhstan and I'm so happy for her. And I get it. I kind of like, I don't, I don't know if you follow men's gymnastics, but um, I don't. <laughs> um, Arthur, uh, who's a, who's a Russian gymnast. Um, he, he like, he has a, a torn ACL and like, it's, 
it's like severe. Like he, he, he said like, yeah, like people thought it wasn't severe, but it's like very much severe. Like I was in the hospital and I Is like, there, I, I'm going to sound dumb because I'm not an athlete, but like I, I there can be like a non-severe torn ACL. I thought it was, if it's torn, it's bad. So, so, so um, there were like claims that it was like a partially torn ACL, but then, but he, then he corrected everyone who's like, no, 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 no. Like it was very, it's very much like a severe, you know, it was a severe tendon tear and like, but it, but it doesn't matter because I requested like an exercise mat when I was in the hospital and stuff. And he sent, he's going to be sent, he's going to the Olympics in two and a half weeks. Okay. Like he, uh, and I, it is like very much like he wants to go. Like there's, there's no one who can, you know, tell him like, yeah. no, like you're, you're going to hurt yourself. And I get it. Like, I, I, I really do because he's, he's a, you know, he's a ridiculously successful athlete and, you know, an injury like that is, is, you know, it, it sucks. And I do kind of get it with, with her because after that, like, you know, after the worlds, she's, she, she had to be gutted. Uh, but I want, I just want her to like sleep all the time and like, just, just have just a want her to not come back. So her back stays healthy you know I hope she gets to do all of the team Tuparitsa shows yeah. and that she gets to have a great show career mm-hmm. in Russia and you know in Kazakhstan too with I don't know what shows they have there I think they have I think Dennis Ten's family has a show production that they do in his memory um oh, lovely. but yeah so we'll see what happens but I don't think we'll actually see her at Rostelecom but stranger things have happened so. yeah um I will say I do hope Korakova switches to pairs like ASAP oh um, I, is she still at the cricket club or has she gone somewhere else she also uh couldn't get into canada um, okay. of the pandemic. um i don't think that she's going to be coming back to canada um she's gotcha. living a very nice life i think she's being coached in italy um oh by, by the by the, by the coach who coaches with um angelina Tarenko. i forgot his name um okay i think so uh she she has a nice life there she's like a boyfriend and everything um you know good for her Hope good for happy. her uh, I hope she does pairs though. I'd be um, I think she would really as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't we move on to yes. stance? Oh God. Uh, I I think I have a lot of thoughts. You know, obviously me being me, when I saw the Grand Prix assignments route, the first place I went to was to check the ice dance assignments. And I was just like. I just thought that they were crazy. Like I straight up was like, what the hell are these assignments? Like what was going on? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we can take an event by event, but okay. they're interesting I, to say the least. You know what? I think that why don't we just talk, okay. Instead of talking about like it by event, cause that might be time consuming. Why don't we just like, why don't we- You know, well, why don't we just dive right into what so I think we're both why thinking Why don't we talk about Miss Annabelle Morozov and Andre? You know, because I think that actually our listeners, I don't think all follow ice dance. So yeah, I'm sure that they they don't. Might be a little confused as to like, I guess my, my hate, my, my hatred for the nepotism. I'm sorry. My hatred for the nepotism. (laughs) I'm going to say this. If you have ever watched Annabelle and Andre skate, you know that they fall every single time they like they, they it is like it's not even like a mistake on twizzles it's like they fall um and like if they didn't fall it's very clear that they would you know they would you know they would always be on the podium um 
with with their like with their dad riding and stuff um Nikolai Morozov is 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 Animal's dad who's also their coach um Um, you know uh, here's my thoughts on them I think Annabelle is a stunning girl she's absolutely beautiful I very much appreciated her Tessa Virtue cosplay last year with her you know sympathy for the devil free dance dress that had absolutely nothing to do with that program but she looked beautiful in it and I think she had a Tessa for two cosplay costume that she wore for her exhibition and I'm like you know what you go girl I too if I was a skater and as beautiful as you would want to pretend that I'm Tessa Virtue and hopefully you know perform as if I was Tessa you know I don't blame her at all for that my thing about these events is this first of all I think it's very obvious that the ISU probably gave the federations more leeway than they usually do to assign these events. And, you know, I, I, I under, I have no issue if the ISU, or I'm sorry, if the Russian Federation wants to give Diana and Annabelle events, you know, that's fine. Um, but I do think it's sucks for the other Russian ice dancers, because let's be real here, Russia has so much depth in ice dance. It's incredible. They have a lot of talented skaters, you know, um, Sofia and Igor, uh, Sofia Shevchenko, Igor Aramenko, obviously the wonderfully talented Elizaveta Kudaiberdiva, um, <clears throat> you know, Skopsova and Alyoshin are also there, um, you know, so my thing is this, you look at all of these teams and, you know, giving Annabelle and Andre, I call him Bag and Bazin because I mix up the names. I'm honestly not, I'm not going to even be bothered to figure Notice out who getting was who. Fans as well. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be bothered to figure out who was who, you know, Annabelle and partner, Diana, <laughs> you know, I think that, um, it's, I just, I think it's a disservice to the other younger dance teams to mm-hmm. shut them out of the Grand Prix mm-hmm. in order to give Annabelle and her partner too, and Diana mm-hmm. and her partner too. I mean, right now, Diana and Gleb only have Skate Canada, but I think we all know that she and Gleb are going to get the um, host spot for um, Russ Delacom. And I mean, I'm just going to say it. It's the, the nepotism girlies. Like, you know, I mean, I, I think it's very clear that more Morozov and Atari obviously have a lot of power in the Russian Federation. They want their daughters to succeed in ice dance. And I think the Russian Federation is like, yes, we want to put them on the Grand Prix, get them out there. Um, but I just think it sucks for the other skaters. Like, you know, obviously the COVID season happened and who knows what would have happened on the Junior Grand Prix otherwise, but you know, like Diana and Gleb, for instance, they don't have any Junior World medals or um, yeah, a junior grand prix final medal. I don't think Annabelle and Andre have any either. Um, I don't think they've never medaled on the grand prix before. And you've got other teams like, for instance, Skopsova and Alyoshin. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that last name. Um, you know, they're the reigning senior national bronze medalists and they only got one grand prix. I do. Um, I, do I will say, um, they they are the jun- they were they were the junior world champions right um, and and C-Pong. oh uh, Skopsova and Alyosha yeah, yeah, yeah. yes they won junior worlds in two thousand and eighteen 
I used to really like them when they were juniors. Like I thought that, you know, she's super charismatic. I loved her skating. Um, they've, they've regressed a ton. Um, and this is a, I this just, is a pattern yeah. with top Russian ice dance. It is, it is exclusively a pattern with Russian. And juniors, especially. Yes. They have all these juniors who yeah. and win they, these and, junior world titles and then they just flounder in seniors. Yeah. They just, I, yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> it's, it's, but yeah, like, because even, you know, even with Lisa Kudz, um, it's been so unfortunate that her and Nikita broke up, but she and Igor actually had a good season. Um, yeah, they, I think they did better than I was anticipating them to, to be honest. I want to be honest, and this is going to sound harsh, but I think that they're going to be part, be partners for only a season more max. Um, it is actually shocking to me that Lisa did not end the partnership um, like at the end of this season because that is kind of a habit with her. Um, and well, you I'm, know, yeah, I, I, I'm, she, I mean, we know that she's someone that's very active on social media. She knows what fans are saying about her. And I, I can imagine that maybe she doesn't want to have, you know, people to give her a reputation of being someone who dumps her partners and to get a new one. But in my opinion, I'm like, you know what, girl, you should, you are, she is, she is so incredibly talented. Like she is a mini Elena Elenic in my opinion. Like that's how much. With good work ethic. Yes. Like I think she is an incredibly hard worker. She has so much talent. I mean, for anyone listening who um, isn't really into ice dance, but maybe you want to get into it. I highly recommend you go on YouTube and watch Elizaveta Kudaberdiva and Nikita Nazarov's 2019 Junior oh Worlds God. Rhythm Dance. Oh they did a so fabulous, fabulous tango. It's so one of the best programs of this entire quad across the board, in my opinion. It's They had so much potential together. I am still so sad that they aren't skating together, but you know, I'm just going to say it. If Vadem's Kolesnik's new partnership doesn't work out with his new partner, who we don't know who she is yet, I don't know why he hasn't called up Elisabetta, we know that they're friends. They're both talented. I feel like, you know, they'd be great together. Russia would be stupid, in my opinion, not to try and have him skate for them. But, you know, but it's just sad. Like, you know, she's completely, you know, Kudaiberdieva and uh, Bagambazin, I'm sorry, I don't know which one he is. They were both, you know, they didn't get any Grand Prix assignments. Shevchenko, Aramenko, former junior Grand Prix final champions, former junior world um, silver medal, or sorry, bronze medalist. You know, they also didn't get any Grand Prix spots. They didn't uh, even like, get one? No, I don't think they got any. It's just, it's just like, maybe we could have given two other spots also to some of these other teams because, I mean, if I'm thinking from like, if I'm a skater and I'm thinking from their perspective, like, if you shut me out of the Grand Prix, what incentive do I have to keep competing, especially when we're going into a, a new Olympic quad and you're kind of making it clear who you support and who you, you know, who you want to push an ice dance next quad. I just think it sucks for them. And I imagine that they're all going to be fighting their, you know, tooth and nail on the Russian cup series, you know, to try and maybe get the host spot at Rosellicon, but I don't think any of those teams are going to get no, it. Oh yeah, yeah. They're going to fight tooth and nail. It's not going to happen though. Um, 
it it makes me it honestly okay um this is more of a pattern in like um russian lady skating but like i'll give you an example like gubanova um anastasia gubanova one of my you know she's ridiculously talented and stuff um you see skaters like her who have won junior grand prix medals gone to the junior grand prix final done so well they don't make it to junior worlds uh, and even if they do two seasons later after their standout junior season yeah they don't get any grand prix events and they end up exclusively competing domestically and the biggest events that they compete at are are on the russian cup or, or the russian cup series event and never in my life have i seen that with ice dance until this season like uh, you know the, the coming season like that yeah. has never happened um we we have junior worlds medalists who because of politicking and bribery now have zero chance of probably making another russian national team um well, that's what's so interesting about this is that when the russian national team was announced um morzov bag and bazin yeah, and yeah. um davis yeah. smolkin were yeah. on the reserve team so i was like oh okay like shock like you know maybe yeah. you know all of the other teams who made the national team were going to get the grand prix and then when the grand prix assignments came out i was just like where are half of these teams like i'm also going to assume that <clears throat> um eh, how do i pronounce their last names um shanaeva and yes i i'm going to assume that because they medaled at junior worlds during the 2020 season that that's why they got grand prix spots over um some of the other senior teams who had gone senior the season before and hadn't you know done as well internationally so um but good for them um but i yeah, love I mean, skaters even if they cannot uh, skate. Uh, but I, I love them for their like vibes. Um, they like all remind me of just like early 2000s, like Tanith White, Tanith Belvin White type like, skater. No, I just think that sometimes in skating, we just have a lot of pretty people and pretty yeah, people, yeah, like yeah. you said, don't always have to skate the best, exactly. um, but they know how to entertain. And that's what I like. Um, so I love Sophia and Igor. I'm so excited so that we don't get to see them on the Grand Prix. Igor are so like, creative. So creative. Igor and Sasha are Sasha Sevanova. They are so adorable. I think that their friendship is so cute. Um, I like love seeing them go on like vacations together. Every time like you get new selfies with them, I'm, I'm so happy because they're just like good vibes. They're just like very yeah. pretty people. Um, everyone in that camp is just like, you know, I will say that I don't think that the Zwick spinning camp are yeah, yeah, the yeah. best at teaching patterns or how to skate, but they mm -hmm. seem to have a very, you know, happy rink environment. The skaters They're that are there. They all go on yeah, the they they close and there's yeah. gotta be a reason why they 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 have skaters who stay with them for so long. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that goes to show that there's obviously doing something right in terms of creating a good training environment for their skaters. So I'm happy for that. And all I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say is I hope we get another Samarskaya original masterpiece like what she did for um oh my God, what was their names? She had to retire this season. It was so sad due to COVID. 
Oh my God, Spilavaya and Smolgan. I'm thinking Smolgan, but yeah, that team. His name um, does not deserve to be said. You know, maybe it's for the best. I don't remember his name, but um, when they were at the, um, like, was it Universiad? Anyway, they had a program that Samurskaya did that was just like amazingly fun in every way. And I hope we get something like that from teams, but um, yeah. But if while we're on Russia, we just got to talk about it. Um, Stepanov and Bukin probably going to be shut out of the Grand Prix final by their assignments. I'm very sad for them. Um, I want to be sad, but I will yeah. say this. I mean this in the kindest way because I say this out of love and because I'm a big fan of them. So no one can tell me I'm not. Because <laughs> if you've seen my tweets, you know I'm a big fan of them. Okay. I promise I am. I think we all just need to accept that they are very beautiful, beautiful people. Um, beautiful, beautiful friendship off ice, um, beautiful faces on ice. I think we all just need to accept that unfortunately they cannot skate anymore. And it's, I think <sighs> it, is, you know, it is sad that we're not gonna see them at Grand Prix final, but like, you know, be more maybe like something will happen. Ice is slippery, things could happen. You know, you never know. People can make mistakes, stuff happen, you know, stranger things have happened. It is ice dance, but you know, I just I think that her back injury has yeah, yeah. really plagued them. I yeah. I don't think she looked like she was in good shape at worlds. Mm-hmm. The lifts did not look good. I don't understand why their team didn't change them and make them responsible and make them easier for her because I genuinely, you know, obviously they had to miss most of the fall series in the Russian cup series last fall because of Sasha's back injury to get treatment for it. And Mm -hmm. I worry about that for them this year. I just want them to be healthy. That way they, you know, God willing, they get invited to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. They can go. They um, will. They will this time because it's not going to be. It's not gonna oh, be good, 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 good. But yeah, um, I mean, I. That's that's all. I'm honestly like, I'm happy about that. Uh, that yeah. they're, they're they're even going to be allowed um at the Olympics um because of Vanya um, but the the thing is is that they were like they were over they were like they're they're already sco- like the rhythm dance scores were huge right um yeah I think that they scored like ridiculously high for what they uh were they. Were they fifth in the rhythm dance? I think they were fifth or sixth in the rhythm dance at Worlds. It was definitely like one of those, oh, all of the judges, we've made it to the final flight of skaters and we're just gonna hit that level four button for everybody and hit that GOE button and not actually look at the skating because the, the pattern for them was really rough. Um, yeah, I mean, were, there's no denying um, that, but they were fifth the scores at, didn't reflect that. They were fifth, uh, 83.02. That was a very rough rhythm. Were they ahead of Piper and Paul in the rhythm dance? Yeah, I think they were, weren't they? I no, I think so. Slightly. I remember that it was- Yeah, because weren't the Italians above the- Stefanov and Bukin? I think yeah. they were. Um, and they should be. <laughs> they should be. Um, but it was a mess. And at that point, I was actually like in my head, I was like, wait, they like are very much like they have support. And like if they put it together. Well, I mean, I think what that was was that because obviously Vika yeah. had so many issues with her COVID. And I don't think Victoria and Nikita even got back on the ice that they said until like three weeks before Worlds. I think obviously the Russian Federation was like, panic pushing 
Stepanova and Bukin just in case because they didn't know what was going to happen at Worlds. But obviously, Victoria and Nikita showed up and did their job. So, but yeah, going to be sad to not see them on probably most likely not at the Grand Prix final. But I will say this I am was shockingly surprised that Victoria and Nikita used their brain cells and picked NHK instead of Cup of China. After that interview, I was like, why are you going to go to Cup of China? Mm -hmm. This did not work out well for you last time. <laughs> but I'm happy that Julin or whoever, or maybe it was the Federation was like, no, you can't go to that event. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, well, they're like, they're, they're turning their asses off. Um, I, they're going to have good season. I know it. Um, yeah, I just feel like Ice Dance is all about momentum. And I feel like Victoria and Nikita just have so much momentum right now. And they're with training the, so damn hard. With the, the, you know that they're training like demons, you know, they have the, they're world champions now. They have that new level of status that they're going to have at competitions. And I just feel, I don't know, I've been, I've said it before. I, I waver back and forth, but I just have a feeling that they're going to ride this wave of momentum to the Olympics. I don't know why, I just do. Um, you know, um, Papadakis and Cicerone are going to be doing Cup of China and um, IDF, um, which is what I thought, that's what I had predicted they were probably going to get because they're not seated at World. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, I was super excited for Christina and Anthony, though, um, that, you know, they got their spots. Um, I was hoping they were going to get Restelicom after your interview with them. I, I want wanted them, them to get that. I was yeah. like, no, I was like, no, I don't want them to go to I international know. to flop for yeah. ice conditions, I but I, really, I, I, I am really, so excited for them. Like so, so, so excited. I'm excited. Okay, I was I'm excited about them not being able to go to Russia simply because I want him to meet his grandmother and I want her to cook for them and like visit them in competition. You um, know, if 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 Christina and Anthony are listening, you guys should buy Grandma Ponomarenko her ticket and send her to France to see you guys. Oh Make God, it a trip. Adorable. I am excited that uh, Vanya and Sasha are going to be able to like hang out with um, Christina and Anthony because. Um, they are friends, and both of their parents are Vanya and, and um, Anthony's parents are Olympic champions uh, for non-ice dance fans. Um, so they have a very cute friendship there. And uh, Anthony is obviously Russian, uh, and we did learn that Christina knows Russian. So I think that's you know I'm not surprised. She spent probably no. most of her life around yeah. Russian coaches. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I'm excited for them. And you know what I think is really interesting is that. USFS, I feel like has really, with these um, Grand Prix assignments, they're having these internal rivalries play out on the Grand Prix. So first we have um, Chalk Bates versus Hubble and Donahue at Skate America. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was very surprised when I saw that that was happening because I thought for sure that they were going to be separated at different events. But my mindset is this. I do not think that USFS is 100% on the Maddie and Zach train. I think that we saw at nationals this year that, you know, had Evan not had the twizzle error, I think that Chalk and Bates would have won nationals again, whether, you know, I thought that's how it should have been or not. I think that that's what have happened. And I think that if, you know, they didn't have an off day at Worlds, I think that they were gonna medal ahead of 
mm-hmm. Hubble and Donahue because the judges just loved that snake drama program mm-hmm. so much. Um, so I just get the vibe that USFS is still not 100% sold on, on Maddie and Zach. I think that they just, I think this has not been a great quad for them. Mm-hmm. I think that the the poor music choice selections during the first two seasons, they lost so much momentum. I mean, they were really kind of primed to be Gabby and Guillaume's rivals and they just completely squandered the opportunity, in my opinion, that first season with those, why were they doing Romeo and Juliet at their big old age? Like, I don't know why they did that program. It was just not the right program for them. And then I don't think that they were able to recover from Victoria and Nikita getting that momentum. And then obviously nothing, nothing will ever compare to how horrible those programs were with the My Heart Belongs to Daddy and the the Stars Born. Like, I just think they lost so much momentum and Chalk and Maids got a lot. Um, if Maddie and Zach can show up though strong at Skate America, like strong, like they need to go to a senior beat. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think doing what they did two seasons ago and debuting at Skate America is the way to go. I think they need they need to go to a, a senior B. They need to debut their programs and get feedback. But if they do that and they show up strong at Skate America, then there's no doubt that they should beat Chalk and Bates. I mean, they're, 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 their skating skills are incomparable. Maddie mm-hmm. and Zach are so much stronger. I've seen them skate live several times now. They have so much power, so much speed, and they have great skating skills. Um, yeah. but it's, I, it's just, it's ice dance. And half of the game is, it's the program. It's the style. It's the presentation. And unfortunately, you know, Maddie and Zach, like, they just don't usually have all their ducks in a row for that part of the performance, but I hope that they have good performances and I hope that they hire Matthew Caron because they need to up the costume game for sure. Like it's, it's just, they need to do that. So we'll see. What do you think is going to happen? They need to have like a Beth Hart 2.0 program. They need to, like they, it is what they need. Like another sexy jazz, like, you know. Something upbeat because I just, we know that Victoria and Nikita are doing Rachmaninoff. Mm -hmm. I assume that Gabby and Guillaume are probably going to do something in the their lyrical classical style I feel like Piper and Paul are probably going to do another schmaltzy Vincent 2.0 Joni 2.0 um you know I, I want something exciting from Hubble and Donahue play to your strengths do something exciting do something bold lean into the they have so much energy that they mm-hmm. give off on the ice lean into it you know, they it, just yeah. did the soft lyrical yeah. hallelujah. And that was fine for last season, but I don't yeah. want to see anything like that. Yeah. They they tend to get a lot of shit from like, I hate, it sounds like I have like some sort of like superiority complex. I swear to God, I don't. Um, but they get a lot of shit from like non-Ice Dance fans. Um, sometimes- Hubble and Donahue? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, you know, sometimes for good reason. I'm not even, I don't like, I don't really want to discuss um, yeah. like, facts. Like I really don't. Um, want to discuss is like you know twitter behavior whatever um, yeah whatever um but they do tend to get a lot of shit for their skiing which i think is is a little unfair but it's 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 also partly their fault because they they never end up showcasing their strengths by by that like that's the issue because in 2017 and 2018 um, I was actually like, I was a huge fan of their skating. Um, yeah. 
like I was such a huge fan of that free dance. Their twizzles were beautiful, 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 um, excluding the Olympics, which, you know, blows for them. But I'm so happy that Shibutani's got that bronze medal at the Olympics. But besides that, they need to do another like jazzy, upbeat, like cool program because I, I never want to see something like Romeo and Juliet and Hallelujah ever again from them. Yeah, I think they... I think they're a team that I think really struggled with their identity a lot this season. Mm -hmm. I think that after what happened at the Olympics and then bouncing back at the world championships in 2018, winning a world silver medal, I feel like they kind of wanted to maybe fill the void that Tessa and Scott left in terms of portraying a man and a woman on the ice, leaning into their romantic chemistry. And I just feel like it, it didn't feel organic. Like, I, the programs felt forced like it felt forced it felt like and I remember listening to like an interview that they did or I'm sorry I read an interview that they did about like well we weren't really sure we wanted to skate into and Roman suggested we do Romeo and Juliet and I was like what like, he is setting y'all up he is like yeah I, I was up. just like I was like oh that man is smart I was like yeah. this man is smart when these two were <laughs> supposed to be Gabby and Guillaume's rivals um you know, sorry, not to, not to say anything, you know, like nefarious or anything, but no, like, but it's like, I think it's, it's just, I, I just think, I, I just thought that was interesting when she said that, but um, yeah, they need to do something like bold, nothing lyrical at all. Oh, you got to plug in your computer. Are you lagging? No, yours uh, says low battery. Oh, <laughs> let me try. Yeah, but also, um, I think it's really exciting that um, Carrera Pomarenko and Green and Parsons are going to go against each other at, I believe, at Skate Canada, which is exciting because I think mm -hmm. they're a team that's both going to be fighting for, they're both going to be trying to fight for, you know, that bronze medal at mm -hmm. Nationals. And I think that Caroline and Michael are so, so talented. Um, I think it's their Prince program was so fun. Like I hated how much I liked it because mm -hmm. the age gap between them yeah, yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'm just going to say that, yeah. like, it makes me uncomfortable, yeah. but the two of them are so talented and they're such charismatic performers. That program works so well. Like I honestly hope that they keep it and they bring it back because I think that it would be such a moment at nationals. And if nationals had had an audience this year, I think they would have had mm -hmm. the performance of the night in the free dance because that program is so fun. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool that we'll get to see Christina and Anthony and Caroline and Michael kind of duke it out at Skate Canada. And that might be a little preview for what happens. At I know, I'm very excited. So. Um, we're also, me and Cece are gonna be interviewing uh, Caroline. Oh, Sarah. that's exciting. So I am excited for that. I, I do kind of want to hear their, I want to hear her thoughts simply because this is, you know, a fairly new partnership and, you know, she and her former partner were, had an illustrious career. So did Michael and, um, and His Rachel. Sister. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I'm excited to hear about them. Um, let's kind of quickly just yeah. gloss over um, like, men's and pairs um I'm gonna need you to lead the way on men's because um you know I saw a lot of like Russian names and I was like I don't remember who this man is mm -hmm. I was like I don't know who this person is I was really sad that Mark Kundratuk I don't I don't think I said his name right but um he didn't get a Grand Prix assignment and I, I don't know if you watched the Russian Cup event but he was like the breakout star of He's like great. the channel He's one great. team He's trophy great. 
Yeah. He was so much fun. I'm so sad he didn't get a Grand Prix spot. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to talk about that because it blows my mind and upsets me so much that Samsonov got two spots when, I hate to say it, he has been injured 24-7 and he deserves a break from skating and I'm, you know, I'm good for him that he's, you know, able to kind of, you know, come back from these injuries and stuff, but it's not fair to other skaters who have had such outstanding, you know, recent seasons. Oh my God, it makes me so upset. Um, and I am unsure of how Samsonov is actually going to skate uh, because he has, he has, he has had health issues, um, you know, was for the he, past few years. I'm going to be honest. I cannot even remember who he is. Um, was he, he senior in 2019-2020 or was he on the junior circuit? Are you I think you're talking about P, I think you're confusing him for Peter. Um Peter Oh Gumenic. for Peter Gumenic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's lovely. I love his skating. But um Samson went on vacation with Aliona and her brother. Um her brother Oh that's who that is. Oh okay. All right. Yeah no um was Semenenko the one who went to the world championships yeah. with Koliada? Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't surprised that he got two because he went to Worlds. I think he, did he finish top 10? I think he did with Misha. So that makes sense why he got the two spots. Did Aliyev get two spots? I think so. Let me check. Okay. Because I wasn't um, sure if he did. I, so Aliyev was placed on the reserve team, which is, you know, ugh, so annoying. Oh, yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that he's the reigning European champion? I know, and um, Samarin, Samarin is getting all the all the backing, which I don't know if, I don't know how, what your thoughts on his skating. Um, um, he's not my favorite. I don't think he's the best performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm drawn more to performance <laughs> than the jumps a lot of the time mm-hmm. for single skaters. So um, yeah, that's, he's fine. That's kind of just my thoughts on him yeah okay yeah Aliyev got cup of china and idf which is oh okay so he got two yeah yeah um Semenenko got two as well obviously Semenenko skating is 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 not also not my favorite um and i i'm actually like i'm still like i'm 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 a big fan of him just because of like how well he did at russian cup final and like everyone doubted him everyone doubted him going into worlds um and he killed it so good for him um i don't think that he's I think that it is unfair to Peter, Mark, um, and, and other skaters who have who've kind of been pushed off to the side. I think the Samsonov thing is the most unfair to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Danielle and um, Artur Danielle got two spots too, right? Did he? I think he did, yeah, which made me happy because we didn't get to really see him last season. I think he's great. He reminds me a lot of like a mini hobby. So I'm excited oh, I love to him. see him. I think he's such a, such a lovely skater. Yeah. Oh yes, he did get two spots. Oh my god, good for him. I hope he he's so good. Um yeah. lovely skater, lovely skater. And did Roman get skate Canada? Roman did get skate Canada. Yay! I'm so happy for him because I was really bummed for him, at least that he didn't get to go to Worlds. So I'm really happy that he got the Skate Canada mm-hmm. spot and I hope that he has a good debut there. because um, I want him to make the Olympic team. I, know, I really I like his skating. Such a, such a lovely skater. I love his like okay. Um I love his YouTube channel. I don't know if you've ever if you if I've watched, watched some it. of it. I, I just watched the the BTS. The, yeah the I thought it was I was like I was like exactly Roman. Exactly. Yes. Give the people the content that yes, they want. Yes, yes, yes. Um I loved when like Ariana tried to make him go viral with all like the BTS hashtags. Oh, yeah. 
Um, yes. I agree. Yeah. I like him a lot though. But yeah. oh also Nathan doing scam yeah. and to get Canada back to back. I think that that's a smart choice for him because um I don't think you know because he trains in California and Skate Canada is going to be I think it's in Vancouver um you know he won't have to change time zones or it'll be kind of quick for him yeah. and he'll have a lot of time to prep before the Grand Prix finals so yeah it's a good strategy um he knows exactly what he needs to change what he needs to work on before Grand Prix final um you did mention that it is it does suck that Vincent got scam over over Jason I was so disappointed with that I thought that Jason would get it I know maybe I'm maybe I'm being delusional I don't know <laughs> I, was I don't think like... you're being delusional just based on how seating works I think that it is it is kind of unfortunate that he didn't get um stuff, yeah but do Vincent, you think um who do you think they're gonna send to Nebelhorn to get that men's spot because it can't be it can, can Vincent go or no Yaroslav I don't know how to say his name so I'm, I'm oh so oh I forgot about him uh, yeah he's gonna get that Olympic spot do we think is he actually like like is he does he have a, a shot of getting his citizenship before yeah the he said he's gonna get his citizenship in like 2021 like I swear like verbatim oh oh good yeah. okay okay cool so then yeah so then he actually like can be in contention but um, Vincent did compete at Broadmoor Open I believe and he did really well like his scores were huge well you know it's also Broadmoor Open. <laughs> it is but but just like based on the turnaround from Worlds and how he did a this competition but he was injured at Worlds right wasn't that the whole thing yeah, that he was he injured and yeah. he didn't tell USFS yeah I, don't, well, I think that, I think that there is what is between him and Yaroslav. Um, I think Jason is. People were like doubting. The, you know, people were like, "Oh, like I don't want, I don't want Yaroslav to kind of like you know take Jason's spot." But I think that Nathan is going to be first at nationals. Jason is going to be second, and it's it's between Jay, uh, Vincent and, and Yaroslav for that third spot. I think I can't imagine. And maybe in, it's just me, but like in my mind, I just I just feel like Nathan and Jason are like assumed to be on yeah 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 it, and then I'm like it'll be between yeah. Vincent and Yaroslav even though obviously Vincent's tech content is so much higher than Jason's but Jason is Jason is Jason and Jason's you know, so he, good he's he's come on <laughs> I know for a fact that he is he's just I, I think he's gonna put it together with the Schindler's list um and I don't do we know what he's skating to for a short program or yeah not? he's bringing back Cinnamon. oh my god yeah so he's yeah He's gonna have such a good season. I just know it. Um, oh, such a beautiful skater. But yeah. Um, uh, I think Rostelecom. Rostelecom. Yes. Oh my god. I'm so happy for Yuzu because he is a Russia boo at heart. I I think. That, is he? I didn't know that. Oh my god. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, I just knew he loved Plushenko or he, he loves, like admired him. He loves Russia. I have a theory that if he had the chance, he would skate for Russia. Well, you know what? It never hurts to skate while Russian. So. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for him to see his, his grandmother, Tatiana Tarasova. Uh, I know that oh, she's yeah. going to be super up. She's gonna. I, I know she's gonna, gonna post like ten times the minute he steps foot in Russia in Sochi. And I think that they're gonna take so many pictures with each other, and it's gonna be adorable. Um, I hate her. Don't get me wrong. I hate her. She's she's a demon. I I, I feel like I'm so like honest this episode, but yeah, maybe it's because I'm. <laughs> I just bring that out. <laughs> cool. I am being a little. I'm being a little too honest, but yeah. Um, but her relationship with Yuzu is, is honestly so cute. You know, I'm happy. I'm really happy that Yuzu's doing Bristelicom because I just feel like he 
perform like I just think performing in front of an audience obviously mm-hmm. for every skater but like he really thrives yeah. off of audience energy mm-hmm. and no of two events are going to have a better audience than Rostelecom and NHK yeah yeah so that, that'll be cool but um but yeah moving to pairs moving to pairs um I have to say I wasn't surprised but I was very disappointed for Evelyn and Trent that Skate Canada like shafted them and gave this home spot mm-hmm. to Vanessa and Eric. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. though, but I was disappointed for them because I just think they've worked so hard this quad and they have a lot of room left to grow. But you know, I just it, it feels like being pushed like they're kind of being pushed aside for yes, Vanessa. And Eric. But but Trent and Michael Marinero have that that podcast with each other and it feels like they've already given up I haven't listened to it but I have seen you guys you know I've seen people discussing it online and you know when I feel like I'm obviously not a skater and I've never been in that type of situation but I feel like when you feel like your back is against the wall you're either going to sink or swim and I hope that they and this applies to both like KMT and Michael and Evelyn and Trent. I'm like, I, I hope that they just put everything they have into their summer training and just focus on doing the best that they can. Because I think that the only thing that will really stop them from the boat, you know, both getting those Olympic spots is going to be them in a way, because mm-hmm. I think that they have the power to perform to the best of their ability. And that's all that they can do. And I feel like I don't want them to head case and make mistakes because I think if that happens and that opens the door more for Vanessa and Eric and I mean I'm like keep in mind guys I'm like you're so young like you're in your 20s mm-hmm. like for Evelyn and I'm like you're half like you're like 10 years younger than these mm-hmm. people like Eric is like 37 mm-hmm. 37 years old he's had so many like back injuries like you guys can do this like you just have to yeah. focus and don't be defeatist about it. Like, I think, I, I totally think it's fine to be upset right now and have your feelings about it and talk it out, but then you got to just put it aside and get to work because all you can do is focus on you and your training. That's yeah, it. I agree with that. I think that if I were in their position, I would also be like gutted obviously, but yeah, publicly proclaiming that your situation. Oh my God. Like, I, mean, I, yeah, I saw that. I haven't listened to it, but I saw it. I haven't listened to it. Um, I I just like have seen like the quotes from the interview, but Caitlin proclaiming that her life has been kind of like ruined because of Tessa and Scott playing back is is funny. Um, and I'm not gonna say anything about that uh, because I don't want to be obnoxious. Um, <laughs> you know, but- I I just think, look, Caitlin is entitled to feel how she yeah. feels. I'm sh- I can't imagine yeah being her and yeah, yeah, yeah. living your most of my career in the shadow of the yeah. greatest ice dancers of all time you know yeah. someone of Tessa and Scott's level but yeah. you know I, I think every skater yeah. has to believe they're the best mm-hmm. to do yeah. this sport yeah. and so I'm not surprised that she feels that way I don't agree with a lot of the comments mm-hmm. yeah made, yeah but you know what yeah this is her life and career so exactly. and right. I, I and I don't I don't fault Michael and Trent at all for wanting to talk to her about it because even though I don't think the situations are comparable from like an outsider's perspective I think that they were more so coming from like how does it you know like yeah. you've been in a situation where you felt yeah, like yeah, you were yeah. pushed aside by the federation for somebody mm-hmm. else and that's kind of how we feel right now so like I totally understand totally. why they would want to talk to her about that so and I think it is nice that 
you know, Trent especially is being honest because, um, you know, Chris, Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen, I don't, I don't know. Um, Kirsten. I Kirsten. think it's Kirsten. Kirsten has been very honest and open and so is Megan about their thoughts about Eric coming back. If you've seen, you know, Kristen's yeah. uh, Twitter, like she's, she's, she's not a fan. Uh, she's pissed and she has every right to be. I don't blame she's her. Very right to be, and I'm very glad that Trent is being open about it. I do just, I hope that he knows and, and Evelyn knows that they are so young and you, you don't gain anything from proclaiming that you're already being pushed away uh, for, for, Eric and Vanessa because you totally have a shot totally have a shot at making this one big team and I hope they don't throw this away and kind of are you know in their head think like oh yeah we have next squad we have next squad like it's okay because they they have you know they have such a big shot at making this team but it is their I think it's all gonna really come down and be in their hands I think they have the power to skate clean to skate Mm -hmm. clean to to do the best that they can and at the end of the day that's all that they can do whatever's you know Eric and Vanessa are going to skate how Eric and Vanessa Mm -hmm. are going to skate um you know who knows what's going to happen in terms of the elephant in the room um Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is but Mm -hmm. I just think both of these teams got to focus on themselves and that's all you can do but um yeah and another thing that I thought was interesting is that Jessica and Brian are not on going to be on the Grand Prix series as of now um I am very sad about this I actually really like them as a team I think they are very very talented they have a beautiful beautiful twist um I think that Jessica is a gorgeous pairs lady they have beautiful lifts I think they have good performance quality I actually saw them live at 2020 nationals and when they had the free skate moment of the Mm -hmm. night for the Paris event they were it was they were beautiful and I'm just yeah I'm sad that we're not going to see them because in a way I do feel that this is kind of take you know kind of taken away the hopes that they had of making the Olympic team because you know after nationals I I was like very firmly Alexa and Brandon and Jessica and Brian are like number one and two but missing worlds and now missing the Grand Prix I'm just kind of like no I don't want them to not yeah. make the Olympic team but I mean you know. it's, it's it's clear that there's I guess stuff going on behind the scenes yeah um, because they did do so well at um nationals and yeah I think it you know they they missed it you know it, it sucks um but I think that we'll probably get more news. Um, yeah, and- it'll come out. News will come out. Um, but I wish I, I wish them the best. I hope that they're doing well. We saw a cl- I saw a clip of them on Instagram like yesterday. I think they were practicing their twist. It looked really good. So hopefully all is well with them. And um, Chelsea and Danny got a Skate America spot. Um, saw a clip of them from On Ice Perspectives. They look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know skating to taylor swift so um good for them yeah. who do you think is going to get the host spot at skate america i was like who's gonna get that um the skaters who have potentially broken up oh you're right aside from them i for- yeah i forgot about that. <laughs> never mind <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> But um, because either, other than them, um, like, is it going to be like Mervin and Olivia, partner, or Mervin and Olivia, or Spencer and Emily? I don't know. Well, I'm actually surprised that Tara. I mean, I don't know anything. I I don't actually. I'm not going to pretend I know the details of her partnership, but um, we do know that Tara 
Kane and her boyfriend. Is that how she pronounces her name? I thought it was Tara. Tara, Tara Kane. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, am I pronouncing her name? <laughs> oh, I think it's Tara. You're probably right. Um, but um, her her or her boyfriend uh, is a uh, former partner's uh, who is the former partner of uh, Kate Finster. Uh, Kate Finster, I think that's her name. Oh, okay. And I am surprised that they have not partnered up uh, if they haven't already because they haven't been yeah. to uh, like like Danny and Chelsea have uh, to that like list of uh, international the the yeah. envelope. So I don't yeah. think it's happening then. Yeah, but um. Tarasova and Morsov and Boykova and Kozlovsky are going to be at yeah. Skate America. Um, it'll be an interesting showdown between the two of them. Obviously, we know that um, Sasha and Dima ended up ahead of them of Tarasova and Morozov at Worlds. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what Tarasova and Morozov look like now that they work with the Terry. I don't know if anyone saw the footage of them working on their choreography for Claire de Lune with the Terry and Julin, but I am. I, I, it was very weird to me to see a Terry like, yeah. you know, yeah. positioning like a grown man and woman. Like it, it just felt weird yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll see how we'll see how they look. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alexa and Brandon obviously have a shot at meddling at this event. I'm yeah. sure that that's their goal. Yeah. Um, for Skate Canada, I'm excited that Sui and Han are going yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know why I was surprised. Like, um, I guess I thought that. Mishina and Galiamov would pick maybe Cup of China. Oh no, sorry, they, no, they wouldn't pick Cup of China. I thought that they would maybe want to do Skate Canada. Mm, yeah, but I guess not. So interesting that um that uh, uh Tarasova and Morozov are facing off uh, BK, and they're also going to face uh, Mishina and uh, Galiamov at uh, NHK Trophy. Um, it's going to be rough for them. I will say that it's going to be rough for them because prior to this season, uh, the the kind of their competitors were exclusively Sasha and Dima uh, because they had always been fighting for that number one spot in Russia. Like mm -hmm. they, they had, they have been for um, the past couple of months and uh, no one expected, uh, no one expected uh, Nastia and, uh, and uh, Sasha to uh, win worlds. No one expected it. Um, so it's going to be rough for them, but I think that uh, they totally are going to benefit from being with a Terry. I think Julian choreography is actually going to be excellent for them simply because they do, you know, no offense, boring classical music best. I think that that's what they could stick with. I mean, look, this is the team that skated to Candyman for the Olympics. Yeah, which and, is why I'm like- Anything is an improvement. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the Claire de Lune will be generically lovely. Yeah. I don't think, in my opinion, that they are the, I don't think that they have the performance quality to really carry this music though, because I think it's such a subdued piece that you really need a, a, a very expressive performer yeah. to kind of convey this. But, you know, when Tarasov and Morozov are on, their elements are so beautiful. It's, they speak for themselves. Like you're not really watching the performance from them. You're just kind of in awe of their skating. So, you know, if they have, if they can skate clean, I think they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Russian teams go against each other. Mm. Um, Sui and Han are going to be at Skate Canada, and then they're going to do Cup of China back to back, which I think is interesting. But I guess the time change isn't going to be too bad because Skate Canada is on the West mm -hmm. Coast. So yeah. do you think that they're going to 
have like just stay in Canada for like the month before maybe with Lori and just kind I of so. train there I think that yeah. I definitely will um Lori loves them <laughs> and uh she's gonna she I think she she is going to give it her all uh to make them Olympic champions and I think it's being honored they they are they're going to benefit so much from that momentum from the Grand Prix season going into Grand Prix final. I, I, they're going to win Grand Prix final. I just, I cannot think of a, I'm not going with it's going to happen, but I, I, I can't think of a scenario that's not going to happen if they're healthy. It's, I, yeah. What do you, I, yeah, I feel like for Shui and Han, like they have, they have to do the Grand Prix. They can't afford not to, they have to do the Grand Prix. Um, and I really feel that for them, it's mainly going to come down to getting mileage on the programs and just staying in good health as much as they can. Because I think that, you know, that they both had health issues. I think uh, it didn't, um, Kong just had, didn't he have like a hip replacement surgery this past year? Like, you know, they've had major health issues. I just think as long as they can get good mileage on the programs and stay healthy, they have a, obviously a, a fantastic shot of winning the Olympics, but you know, we'll see. I hope that, I mean, I imagine that they are retiring rain in your black yeah. eyes after three years. I am, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm ready to see that program retired. Yeah. Um, oh my we'll God. Yeah. I know. Um, I, I think that with them, it's just being, I, bye. Love you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it just be that way. We can edit that. Out. <laughs> um, yeah. what are you talking about? Sweet, uh, Han programs. Um, I feel like this is going to, I, I don't know how to say this. I, I, I don't know how to say this correctly, but because they have, they are so injury prone, they unfortunately do need to compete as much as they can. Um, yeah, because that's, that's their issue is that they don't, uh, and they keep missing out on competitions, which hurts their momentum and, that's why it was so shocking for everyone that MG had won Worlds. And Suihan, they weren't clean. Uh, but I, I honestly, do you think that like if they had, they had kind of been competing the season before consistently and had kind of had that momentum, they would have still won Worlds with a, with a not clean uh, skate? Um, honestly, I just, I think a lot of it was not seeing Swian Han much, like you said, I think, you know, when you look at this COVID season that we had, aside from the Grand Prix events, and I'm saying that loosely because they were really more like mini nationals, mm -hmm. events, the only skaters that we saw nonstop were the Russians. And in a season where there really wasn't much skating, I think, of course, you know, international judges and coaches are watching the Russian Cup series. They're watching the Channel One team trophy. They're seeing the momentum that Mishina and Galiamov were building, even though obviously they had a very poor nationals. They mm -hmm. didn't medal at nationals. Um, but I think it was, it was clear that this is a team that the Russian Federation likes, that they wanted to push, and that um, had the potential obviously to skate clean and I just think that I think that not seeing Sui and Han so much also I'm gonna just say it I think coming back with rain in your black eyes for a third year in a row 
I just think judges, they're human. I think they just get tired of seeing these programs. And, you know, even though I'm not a fan of Mishin and Galiamov and I didn't really like their programs, like I can see why people would find them exciting. Judges would find them exciting. And I think, you know, when you skate clean to a program where you're mm-hmm. literally skating to, we are the yeah. champions and you're Russian and, you know, you've been competing all season and you're primed and, you know, you're ready to go for worlds. Like in the back of my head, I did think that there was a shot that Nishin and Galeomov could win worlds. I, I didn't want them to, but I definitely thought that there was a shot that they could do it. And I wasn't, I I don't want to say that I wasn't surprised, but I think I was just like so shook that I was like, it really did happen though. Like, like this team, like debuting at Worlds just came in and beat Sweden Han, but Sweden Han weren't clean. And I really think that the rain in your black eyes for the third year in a row, I think the judges were just like, no, sorry, this excited us more. Well, we're going to get a new program, which is super, super awesome. Um... We need new programs for them, from them. I And, you know, I don't, I hope that they don't do, like, another rock short. Like, I feel like they've done, like, a lot of, you know, Blues for Kluke was really good when they first did it. And then I didn't like the short program they did in the 2019, 2020 season. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my thing. I hope that they do something different. And um, I hope for the free, they do something kind of, like, maybe in the vein of uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, because I think that yes. was such a great program. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to see nothing, just nothing, no Turandot again. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that program, but yeah, but yeah they, no. They know that they need to give it their all and they will. Um, so Paris is, you know, is not too like shocking or like interesting. Like the, the, no, terms it's of the been, I don't know if, how, if you feel this way, but for me, Pairs this quad has been very underwhelming compared to how much more interesting I think it was last quad. Yeah. I think aside from Sweden Han, Wojtkova Kozlowski, yeah. and kind of now bringing Nishin and Galiamov into yeah. the picture in the Russians versus Sweden Han and even Peng Engine at times, it just hasn't been, it, it's just, this isn't the best quad. I think, yeah. you know, devaluing. Yeah. Yeah quad elements for pairs has hurt the sport Mm -hmm. I don't think we're seeing teams that are trying new things as much Mm -hmm. um Moskvina gave an interview like a month or two ago that I thought was really interesting where she basically said like of course skaters my skaters want to try quad elements but until it's worth it to Mm -hmm. I'm not going to risk injury for them yeah yeah. and I agree so I hope that that changes next quad Um, I think that's yeah I I think it is definitely good for Sweden Han though. I think it's in terms of like, you know, injuries and stuff and it's, it's been good for them. But otherwise, I honestly have been very invested in like junior Russian skaters. Um, yeah. Like, you know, Team Moser skaters, they, they have like, the, she has like an army of, you know, teenagers now. She is like yeah. back, man. Like she yeah. kind of like well, she's disappeared for a couple years. Uh, cost. Kostikovic, I don't know how to pronounce uh, She's wanted her for a while, uh, which is big. Um, so I'm excited to see how she does. And PK um, are and, hopefully going to do well next yeah. season. And uh, I was going to say uh, Pamphilova and Rylov, 
we love I I hope I really hope he's doing well I guess he he had to have surgery yeah. I wonder if it's if he it was something sinus related like when so it's uh, genetic, Kolea genetic. oh okay. and like uh it apparently was just like it 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 got worse with training so I don't think that they're going to be comp- they're not they didn't get any grand prix assignments um which yeah so bad. that sucks for them but you know what I hope that I mean, I think his health has to come first. So I hope that they take the time for mm-hmm. him to really heal. And if they have to call the season a loss, you know, mm-hmm. focus on healing and trying to come back really strong for the next quad. So we'll see. But mm-hmm. yeah, the only other thing I have on pairs is I really hope, I don't care if it's three seasons of it. I want Peng and Jin to keep the Cloud Atlas. Yes. Skate. It is, honestly, I'd be fine with them keeping the Somewhere in Time and the cloud atlas because i think they're both beautiful programs and i still don't think that they've had their like show-stopping moment with the cloud atlas free skate mm-hmm. and i want them i want them to have that in beijing yeah. like i just think that program is so beautiful yeah 100 so. um i'm interested though in ief because you did note that vanessa um i am yeah i am surprised in a way that she got and Eric got invited there, obviously because of her past with skating for France mm-hmm. with Morgan. Um, but you know, she obviously skated for France for a very long time. She must have fans there, probably. I don't know. FFF Natalie probably thought it would be a draw. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that is. Uh, I don't even think France cares anymore, simply because I think that Natalie has. It sucks to say it, but I think that she was, she simply wanted to get this off of her hands and she's- Well, yeah, I heard that. I had heard that Natalie didn't initially want to, and again, this is all alleged, but Mm -hmm. that Natalie didn't initially want to release Vanessa, but Mm -hmm. she kind of realized that it wasn't worth the headache of keeping her on with Mm -hmm. everything connected with Morgan. So she- gave her the release. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I, I wondered, do we know, I am so sorry. I can't remember their names. The, t- the team that Moscovina just brought on, oh. um, are they, do we think they're going to be senior or are they going to be in the junior circuit? Um, cause I'm wondering if they're senior, if they could get the host spot for Russell. I think Silicon. that they're going to be seniors. I think that they're going to be seniors. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if one of them's aged out or what. I'm sorry, I can't even remember their names. I'm just like the new Moscovina team. They were really, really good. Yeah. I think at the Russian Cup final, like I couldn't believe that. I think she had only, she's only been doing like pair skating for like a year and a half or something. She's incredible. Um, I, I expect this team to really move up in the next year or two, so. Yeah, that's one thing is, is that I, I actually understand like kind of, you know, why people think Paris is like a boring event, especially if you've only started watching, um, you know, you know, if, you, if, if you've only started seriously following skating this quad, because um, last quad, I was a huge Paris fan um, for the reason that Sarah mentioned, um, because of like, you know, the, the ultra C elements uh, in Paris and it, it, it made Paris so damn exciting. And the reason for devaluing, um, you know, quad twists, quad throws is because uh, there was a huge injury risk there and um, they wanted uh, 
Periscanes to become, you know, they wanted Periscanes to become more consistent. That has not happened at all. Uh, I yeah. think it's actually gotten worse. Uh, and you're seeing, you're seeing pair, top pair skaters fall on, um, you know, triple jumps, um, you know, you know, triples, uh, you know, you know, throws, twists and stuff, which, it, which sucks. But um, I think that they need to, they need to start up valuing, um, you know, quads again in pairs. Uh, so I do hope that next season people start to pay more attention to pairs simply because I think that there's going to be a lot of excitement uh, with the Russian pairs specifically. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Is there anything else? Um, um, no, other than if, you know, if we're venturing out into the wider world of sports, the news today about Shakari Richardson, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I feel for her because, you know, when you're going through, you know, you mm-hmm. find out devastating news, like she did about her mom passing away and you have to compete, you know, we are, we're all humans. We don't always react the yeah. way that we, you know, maybe is in the mm-hmm. best interest of us in the long run. Um, but, you know, I just think at, at the end of the day, it's weed. These athletes, the, mm-hmm. they're all, I'm sorry, I don't want to say they're all, but so many of them are taking substances far worse. I don't think that weed was going to increase her ability to run faster yeah. at her events and it was legal in the state that she took it obviously though she's an athlete she knew that she couldn't do it and that it violated international standards and you know she's these are the consequences but I hope that she can still compete in Tokyo even after yeah Yeah, I mean she's gone a one month suspension from the Olympic team uh and uh she's not gonna be able to compete in the 100 meter uh 100 meter I believe uh event which fucking blows because she got first olympic trials uh it sucks uh, and it it it's less about you know whether she should have known what well, she did she knew she knew that she was breaking rules but it it it's important for i guess people to understand that weed makes you sluggish it like <laughs> i <laughs> if, if you've ever if you've ever cons- you know consume marijuana it makes you sluggish it makes you it's it's not a performing enhancing drug and yeah and i just think it the thing that when i saw the news that first came to my mind is i think we've opened up a wide it, it just kind of highlights the disparities in my opinion in what these anti-doping agencies and the IOC go after mm-hmm. versus what they don't go after. Like when yeah. I saw this news, the first thing that came to my mind was Icarus, that documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, look at the shit that Russia and other athletes all over the world get away with. And then you have a situation like this where it's like, yeah, you know what? She screwed up. You know, mm-hmm. she knew she shouldn't have done this. She did it. She was going through a hard time. She's human. She made a mistake. Okay. But you know, it, it upsets me when I think about how someone like her, Shikari, who's so young, mm-hmm. is going to lose out on, you know, participating in an event that she might have been able to win when we've got, you know, a whole, we've got countries that have state sponsored doping who, you know, the most they get is a slap on the wrist mm-hmm. for the Olympics. You can't hear your anthem. Okay. You know, it's just, I just, 
I think that would be a whole separate episode though on yeah. anti-doping and the disparities and, you know, treatment and punishments, but yeah, I don't know. I wish her the best though. And I hope that, I hope that she's still able to compete somewhat in Tokyo. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that she will be able to be, it really sucks, but yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do another episode, um, specifically on, uh, doping, um, because I have annoyed everyone who follows me on Twitter, uh, with my hyperfixation, uh, on, uh, on doping history and violations. It's something that I'm, I'm just so interested in, uh, like Sarah mentioned, the disparities between people getting banned for like stupid shit, like THC and cold medicine. And there's something that we see, we've seen for years, even though state-sponsored doping programs exist. And uh, yeah, but yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, uh, we hope you, you guys much, enjoyed. Thank you so much, Sarah. It is so late for you, so I hope you get a good night's sleep. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I hope you all enjoyed this very long episode. Thank yes. you, Sarah. Um, we also have an astrology episode that we're going to be releasing with Sarah and Cece. So yeah, peace out, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs>